Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to uh, Eight Weeks. I think this is our episode seven. Yes. Getting closer. Yeah, we are close. Almost there. <laughs> Almost there. Light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I'm Just Guan. I'm here with Bobby Skullface and Brave, if you don't know by now. You may not. Who knows? But, um, yeah, so we're going to get started. I think I think we're going to continue our Nas Jay-Z beef. I think we have to go over Super Ugly and... And a ton of other little freestyles and the like. But do you want to go over what we got, what we were listening to this week, rather? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, go ahead, said Bobby, since you brought it up. I, I've been listening to the new Joe Button album, Rage in the Machine. How is it? Uh, it's not what I wanted, uh, but it's good. Hmm. Um, what, is, what, what were you expecting? Like, I like Joe Button. Like, I, I like that, like, sad <laughs> Joe Button music. Like, that's my shit. Like, when he's. Like fucking, like when I feel like Joe Budden could kill himself at any second, like what the fuck? I know, I know, man. I hear you, but when when I when I feel like he could kill himself at any moment, that's my favorite Joe Budden shit to listen to. Um, if if anybody out there is listening, like listen to Black Cloud. Like I could listen to that every day, but this is not that. This is very much some Joe Budden just rapping his little heart out, and it's good. It's just not. It's not necessarily what I what I wanted, but it's good. So, what uh, what's the vibe on it? Is it like some more? He's trying to get some commercial success. No, I mean there's a little bit of that on there, but it's mainly like, like look, make all the pump it up jokes you want. Say um, say um, a has been as much as you want. Say whatever you want, as long as you say, but he can wrap his ass off right afterwards. Uh, yeah, he's just like, look, just doing my credit for being. Yeah, you know. he's fucking rapping, is like there, for real. Is there anything in there? That? Oh, yeah, God. yeah. Like every fucking beat, he's fucking tearing up. Oh, it, it's it's oh. um uh uh a rap music. Yeah, did, did all of the production on it, and it's not my favorite work from him. But I don't think that's a rap's fault. I think Joe Button maybe not not the best at choosing beats. He might have a little bit of that Nas syndrome going on. Uh, um, okay. and it's not my favorite Arab production ever, but there is some really good stuff on there. Is there anything else about like the Drake beef or anything like that? Not that I've detected. Okay, so just kind of done. Yep, just done. You know what? I uh, I saw that I saw when his little joint dropped, and I started to check it out, and I was like, I think I want a break from Joe Button. <laughs> but um, I think I might. I think I might uh, go check it out. If you're saying he ripping, he ripping. Yeah, like he that. rips them apart. Like it, it, he does have some sincere stuff on there. He has like one song where he talks about like his son just came back into his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's rapped about his son and his baby mother, like you know, his whole rap career. But like, yeah, I don't know if he just got custody back of him or the son moved in with him or whatever. But he talks about like mending that relationship, mm-hmm. um, which is like it's interesting. It's not my type of record. Maybe maybe because I just can't relate. My my dad was always fucking there for me, and mm-hmm. I've always been there for my children. So I can't necessarily relate, but um, you know, a lot of his like like Black Cloud, I relate to Black Cloud. Like I feel that shit, but mm-hmm. there's there's no Black Cloud type record on on this album. <laughs> where would hmm. you where would you rank it out of all of his albums? Whoa, um, that's hard, man. Um, I'd probably put it. Behind all the mood musics, and then all the padded room shit that he did. I don't like. There was like two of those. One was like padded room, and one was escape route, and there might have even been another one. But like, he did like this 
the Mood Music like trilogy, or it was it might have been four of those, and then he did a whole series of being locked up for being insane and then escaping from the insane asylum. And I would, I would put it after all that. I would put it before any of his commercial, like major releases. I would put it before that, and I'd put it after like his like real. You know, heavy mixtape stuff. I don't realize dude had that many albums. Oh, it's stupid. It's fucking yeah, stupid. That's, I mean, it's, it's working. And I like it better than like all like he he did like a he did like another era recently where it was like all love shit. I put it above all that. Like I, I didn't I wasn't really interested in any of the love shit. Like I can't relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I I've been with my wife since I was fifteen, so I can't relate to all this makeup to break up shit. You know. Anything else you listen to? Or nope, nope. That's, that's it? it. That's it. Ray, what about you? Uh, you know what? I um been real busy, so I've been sticking mainly to uh. I've been depending on Manson to get me through the days, bro. Manson, and Kevin, Sky. Now I had an adventure. Um, yeah, this this there's so much time in between shows, bro. So I had <laughs> an adventure I messaged you guys about back uh, a couple of weeks ago when I let my son uh take over the auxiliary port in the car and yes, yeah, yes, yes, right. yes. oh my god. <laughs> it was so horrible. It was uh he played some um who are these kids? Uh young Uzi Vert. Yeah, that's and that who came out and said that oh it was uh Beans was like Uzi Vert was dope. He played the young Uzi Vert. He he he's not. He played. <laughs> no, I, I listened to it too, and I was like, it's not for me. Played the uh the yacht, the little yacht. It was so many littles and youngs and yeah. all these fucking names. And he played um, what else did he play? He played um, uh these these kids, it's these kids or this guy Ray Shrimmer, Shrimmer Shrimmer, some shit. Yeah, I don't fucking. You know, I don't, I don't. It was so many. It was so many weird, just weird things. And I, and I, and I, I found my, now some of it. Some of the shit I found, interestingly enough, was pulled from our shit. Because when I when I get in the car and I'm letting him play his music, which is very rare, or his music comes on the radio, right? Um, this 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 war, this generational war begins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where he's like. Our generation is the best, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, well, you know, a lot of that shit you guys are stealing from my generation or you guys don't really record, blah, 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 that right. shit, right? And um, so one song comes on. There's a couple of songs. One song comes on, and it was an old 3-6 uh, Mafia song, a uh, beat. And I was like, you know that's from 3-6 Mafia, right? And he was like, who? I said, 3-6 Mafia, dude. That's 3-6 Mafia. The, the biggest kid is rapping over is from 3-6 Mafia. He didn't know who 3-6 Mafia was. And then um, there was another song. I, I don't know. Forgive me for not knowing who these kids are. He, there was another kid, and he was doing something over the... Uh, there used to be this group, uh, a little su- a southern group, called uh, Crime Crime Mafia or some shit like that. There was, there was Crime Mob or some shit like that. It was kind of was kind of lame. That's imaginative. Yeah, yeah, but it but uh, it was during that time where you know that the the, su- the southern side was killing shit. And the- <laughs> you mean yesterday? No, 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 no. I mean like just during during our generation. Oh, period. okay. <laughs> and um, it was that song, uh, "Nuck If You Buck." I don't know if you guys. Oh know. yeah, "Nuck If You Buck." Yeah, Nuck yeah. If you buck. And so the beat was like he knew the beat and he knew the song, right? And I was like, and he knew the he knew the kids that made the song. He that originally made it. And I was like, how the fuck do you know that? But and you know what I'm saying. Because I heard it, and and he heard it. Um, I guess it, it it's play, The song plays on one of his one of the PlayStation games that he plays. They're like the Maddens or some shit. So I, I so I'm saying all this. Shit, I'm sharing all this shit, right? And, I, and and let me also throw this in there. He believes that Kanye West is the best rapper in the world. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, Kanye does, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye's not a rapper. He's like, I mean, he raps, but he's not really spitting. He's not a spitter. And uh, yeah, he believes that Kanye West is the best rapper. I asked him, I was like, so I just decided I turned this into like a learning event for myself, right? I was like, well, how, all this shit sounds the same. So how do you know? How do you know if a song is good? Like, because it's all trash. I was like, how do you know if the song is good? You know what I mean? He was like, well, there's good songs and then there's lit songs. Oh, I, of course. Yes, yes. I was like, okay, so please. He, he played me a series of songs and a series of guys. And I, I will get these, forgive me, I will get these names back. I will, I will, first song, I will get the answers and I will, <laughs> I will come back and I will fucking give you the answers because I can't remember all this shit, right? But, um, he gave me a list. He played a, a group of songs, right? He's like, these are good songs. He played them. Then he played the lit songs. And I just, I, I, I couldn't tell the difference. I, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, are you sure this isn't lit? I know you're saying it's good, but to me, it feels a little on the lit side. I think this one is a, I think this one's a little lit. This one's a little close <laughs> This good. one is slightly lit. Yeah, this one is slightly lit. And then, I, and then I made the mistake of saying something was turnt, right? Uh-oh. And I, I just, I happen to know that turnt is a term that's still used, dog. He was like, he started laughing at me, bro. Like, he started laughing. He was yeah. like, I never used that. I never used that word. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're on some old man shit, man. Like, it was just, it was just hot, like, last week. Turnt See, yeah, just- you can't, you can't try to use the young people shit, man. Like, it, it changed, it's too fluent. Like, it's, it's. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you, I, you know, speaking of that, I, I, and I, I know, I know, we're stressed for time and we're trying to hustle, but I just get, I, you know, we don't have these opportunities as much as I would like. So I feel like um, I, I want to take advantage of it. Do you feel? Let me ask you a question. What year did you really get into hip hop? I mean, I'm talking about like, man, like you're like, like this shit. Like I liked such and such before, but now I know this shit is for me. Like I know it. Like, it, like it's like I know it. Like it's like I'm I'm, I'm really hip hop, not just some kid who hears some raps and like. Yes. That. Oh man, I think it had to be. Um, it had to be mid to late nineties. Okay. Okay. So I was I'm gonna say ninety three for me. What uh-huh. about you, Jisk? Um, where like it became a majority of what I listened to. Yeah, where you, where you were just like like like. No, wait. Let me correct that. You're right. Around ninety two, ninety three, because um. Around the same time where like Boogie Monsters and uh, like Souls of Mischief and all that shit was right. popping, yeah, it's around that time. You're right. About between the 90, 90, somewhere between ninety two and ninety five, somewhere in between there. For for me, it was definitely like it was like that New York Renaissance of like Illmatic and uh, Enter the Wu Tang, Enter the Stage. Right, right. Like it was all that shit that I was like, you know what, this is for me. Like I'm I'm jumping in this shit with both feet. I've always liked a fair amount of it, but now I know it's for me. See, for, um, and for me, it's l- like I listened to all that stuff in the beginning, but mostly it was it was for me. It wasn't like until until like hip hop became like a real thing for me was probably like ninety six, ninety seven. Like I listened okay. to all the stuff before that, but before mm-hmm. but then that's when I finally like started getting the underground shit, and I was like, you know, this is the stuff that's for me. So my question is, when you got into it, Brave, we'll say ninety three for you. Well, you said ninety two. I'm gonna say ninety three and a half. Yeah, I'll go ninety three and a half. That's um, did you feel once you jumped into it, which was modern stuff, you got Snoop and Dre, you got, you know, that whole stuff happening, you got all the New York Renaissance kind of happening. Did you feel a responsibility to then go back and become like a bit of a historian? Like I have Yeah. 
Okay. Definitely. And you know, it's funny you mentioned, because I was watching the video um, of Vlad interview with uh, Lord Jamar on it earlier. I usually, I usually, I'm subscribed to his podcast. But whenever Lord Jamar's on there, I just delete it. I've just had enough. Of like, <laughs> I've had enough of that dude, man. Like, I, he, it's just like, like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I, it's not that I don't respect Brandubian and all that shit. I definitely do, but I've just, I've had it. I fucking had it with, like, right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've kind of had it with with Vlad TV, you know. So I still, every now, I'm subscribed, and every now and again, I like some 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 come up, and I check it out. Mm. And I was actually. I was playing um, the. I was going over that Little Wayne shit. You know what I'm saying? That came, that bubbled up, and and, the, and I guess the Lord Jamar thing popped up next after the um, after the Lil Wayne uh, uh, comments went down on ABC, where that little video went. Yep. And um, he was talking about <clears throat> he was talking about kids not giving a fuck about going to the pet, going back, and I, I think he was responding to the to the what's the motherfucker name with the burgundy? Is that is that Uzi Vert? Or, or young, don't fucking yeah. ask me. Got with the, the the young dude with the little burgundy braid dress or whatever. No. But anyway, it was addressing what he said about not giving a fuck about the old cats, basically, right? And Jamal was saying that you know you should be a blah blah blah. You should go back and learn that because it it um it takes you back to giving you know you know what we what we know. It gives you understanding of the past. You can move forward and, and bridge the gap. And um, Vlad, little yachty, little yachty, a little yachty, little yachty. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck him. Like, Yachty, I think. Hand wave at the same Yachty. time. What the fuck? Yeah. Yachty. <laughs> Dude, my dad is paid. He just yeah. bought a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> you just throw this out here too, right? I don't want to sound like an old fogey type cat, right? But I guess I am the old fogey now, right? These Is it just me or these cats, like, when they select, they do their name selection? Like, they have no concept of selecting a name that's going to, like, I don't know, be able to transcend into superstardom. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like they don't yeah, have any yeah. getting bigger than fucking like a youtube or a twitter post or some shit i don't get that shit dude but um yeah and so uh but uh vlad says some shit to the effect of maybe they don't need to worry I mean, do they does, is it necessary for them to go back and, and study the old do they even need to know the old you know what i'm saying and i, I couldn't i couldn't maybe it's my age i, I couldn't I, I couldn't process that well well like let me like all right so let me ask just that question too did you ever feel that need yeah, so like especially once I got into like um like the Living Legends dudes or even like um AC alone and why can't I fucking think of it? Mike Check. No, no, I know, but I mean I'm just thinking like <laughs> No, every time you mention AC alone I always bring up Mike Check, so like I feel like I have not like obligated to now. <laughs> um but yeah, I did go back. But I didn't feel like I needed to do that with like Cube. But that's only nah, because, not with the West but Coast. only because like yeah, I was around kind of for all that stuff too. So mm. I just didn't care to. <laughs> you know, it's kind of one of those things too, where it's like when when stuff, even after the fact, like when stuff was introduced to me, it's like the stuff that was introduced to me was their first, like like let's say Tribe for example. When I heard Tribe, it was like after they were like two albums in or three albums in, but the first album somebody gave me was their first album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have to go back, but I'm not one to go and dig through like and find like every you know mixtape that the dude was on or anything like that. Like I don't. Need well, to do what all about that. just like what about just other things that they they worked on or other other artists that were around them who who have a sound that's similar or vibe that's similar? Did you feel the need to like dig out? Because like if like say if I got into like say um, when I got into when uh, what was it uh, Della Funky Homo Sapien when he reintroduced himself right, right. and he came, and he came back right. So you're and, not talking about Mr. Bob Dabalina. 
Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just making sure. I mean, I do remember that, but no. Oh, you're talking okay. like not. You're talking like in like in like ninety in like ninety nine when the dude came yeah, back. Yeah, when he came okay. back when he had that ill shit, right? So like when when that sh- when he reached introduced himself and his whole crew, I started like wanting to get to know all these cats and find out about all these cats and started digging into that whole scene. And then it made me want to dig into that whole West Coast hip hop scene. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy and- to me that your intro to like West Coast hip hop is through like hieroglyphics and those dudes, which. Well, uh, not to, like okay, Raz, Raz Cass, Saphir, you know what I'm right, saying? Okay. Cass as well. So, uh, but Soul and Ice is still a banger. Oh, record. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So it's just that that kind of shit that make that makes you that makes that makes you want to go and just get more of that element. And so I'm asking you, like, in the same way, I guess to piggyback on Bob's question, like, you didn't ever have the need or the desire to like dig out and, and extend the roots or anything. I mean, I would do that. Like, I would do that. So hieroglyphics, for example, as a whole, I would go if, if like Souls of Mischief didn't drop an album, I'd pick it up. If Casual dropped an album, I'd, I'd pick it up. So it's like it's like Wu Tang. If, if they, once they they started dropping individual albums, you just pick them up because you listen to the group as a whole. But you never felt the need to like casual to Run DMC. I mean, I, I mean, I did, t- I did, but not because I heard them on something else. No, 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 no. But just because, like, you're like, fuck, like, I'm into this fucking culture now. I need to know who the fuck. No, Ronnie I, is. I stayed. It's not it difficult. I stayed in my lane. I stayed in my lane. Really? Yeah. See, okay, see, because I felt like that is something I feel like is different with this with this modern day hip hop fan. Is like when I got involved, like when I was like, this shit's for me. I was like, I need to know what the fuck I'm talking about. So like. I went back. Now I didn't go back to like Curtis Blow and all that shit. That shit was like, if if they were wearing like wild suits and shit, I was out. But like, I like I listened to like every Run DMC album. Like, and I'd heard that stuff growing up, but I had never listened to it as like a collective body of work. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I bought them all, and I bought all the European Rock Him albums, and I bought all the Boogie Down Productions albums, and I bought all the fucking EPMD albums, and I like I I needed. Beastie Boys, I bought them all. Like I needed to know the history. Like I felt like it was my responsibility as a as a rap fan to know the history of the music. But see, I, that's the point to go off of these these kids in this generation. How do they care about? Well, it? that's what I'm saying. I don't think that that is there anymore. Mm-mm. Well, and, and I'll say just just to relate to that, like I didn't feel so much that pull with hip hop, but like with graffiti, I totally did that. Like, I would go back and read through, like, all right, okay. I, I trace somebody back. You know what I mean? Like, how far does this guy go back? Where does this go to? Where, you know, who did this guy spawn? You know what I mean? And so uh-huh. I understand feeling that need. And I do think, I know you guys are talking, like, in hip-hop, it's not there. But even in, like, modern-day graffiti, it's not there. People people don't have respect for history, like, like I think that they should Yeah. in a lot of I, regards. Like, and I think that that was something, like, at least for me, like, that was, like, that was, like, it was a necessity like to be a hip hop head, like you yeah. needed to know the history of that shit. And like, it was unique. Like I, I like rock music too. And I talked to other kids uh, that were in like heavy into rock music about rock music, but like they never, like for them, it was like the sun rose and set with Metallica. And, you know, like that's about as far back as they went was fucking, you know, maybe ride the lightning, but injustice for all, oh, you know, right. And like, but they, they, none of them were ever like, well, you know, there was Van Halen, and then before then there was you know Queen, and then before you know like no, that none of them were that way. 
but with if you had like a rap conversation, it's like, yeah, well, this changed the moment that Cool G Rap decided to because you got, but like you got to know that for rap. Like that's one of the reasons why it's like, like you couldn't just okay in our in our time, right? You couldn't just if if you just knew like what was current, but you right. didn't know where it came from what was before. And when you get into a cipher with other cats, I ain't just talking about rap, rap, rhyme cipher. I'm just talking about like a building cipher. Right, right, right. You know, you know, you know how the game, you know the game. It's like everybody starts, everybody's talking about this, this, this subject matter. And when you're coming out with some left field shit and you don't know about where, you don't know where Eric B and Rock him. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, then, you, then, then anything you had to say was no longer valid. Yeah, like, like, it's like your your opinion didn't matter anymore. Yeah, like, who is you know what's funny? Is that's how I feel like I am in this conversation sometimes. <laughs> but but I don't feel like it's not valid. I just feel like I just it's just different. We just came from different places. You know what I mean? It's like right. you you know I don't know. I think that's from I think it comes from us and in, in our time frame. Hip hip hop being relevant in our time frame. Like I don't think hip hop is relevant to these kids anyways like there's some of these rappers who say they're doing hip-hop maybe you know what i mean but and, and of course the hip-hop heads but these kids who listen to rap music and all this bullshit and yahtzees and all of these hot seas and mozzies and shit they, they're not thinking hip-hop that that shit that's sh- they're they, these motherfuckers artists are lucky to survive a, a a fucking month of popularity with these kids dude well, like i have I, this i have this conversation just to piggyback off what you said like mm-hmm. I, I have this conversation uh, every now and then where, where like, if, if you didn't grow up in the era that we grew up in, you, you, you don't necessarily know what the fuck I'm talking about. But there was a period where, like, inner city black culture and rap culture were not the same. Like, you could walk down a street in West Baltimore and you could tell who the street guys were versus who the rap guys were just yeah. by laying eyes on them. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and now it has become synonymous. N- now it's like, man, that guy might he might sell crack or he might spit a hot 16 right now. I'm not entirely sure which. Yeah. That that's because that um that's because that hip that's because that rap culture which we we all know the rap culture overtook hip hop culture, right? And then rap culture stopped being it, it, at one point it became a culture and it all to himself, and then it went from being a culture to not not even a, in my opinion, not a movement, not more like a. I don't. Well, is it would, would it would it be culture? Would, would that be considered culture? Like I don't where I, it is now. I don't know. I think I think it is a culture, but I think it has just become. I think it has just become inner city culture. But it's just it, I don't it, even think it's inner city culture anymore. You don't think it's all just now just a hip hop culture? That's just what no, it is. no, but it, it, no. well, well, see, Brave gets caught up on that hip hop shit. Like if if you listen, to, if you, if you just listen to the to the first part of this conversation, like he is very careful about choosing the word rap versus choosing the word hip hop. I don't see it that way. But what what I do see is that I used to be able to look at a guy and he would have like a fucking hoodie and a pair of jeans on, and yeah. I would be like, this guy is just a regular guy. But then I would look at the guy next to him who had like baggy ass jeans on and a fucking hoodie with a fucking bubble jacket over top of it and fucking ski goggles on his head, and I'd be like, "That guy probably raps." Because that's that hip hop. You like you could tell. Like I used to call it. I used to call it ant head shit. I mean, we talked about this early. Like for me, I call it ant head or what people call backpackers and all of that shit, right? But I call it the ant head thing because it's like you get around cats. If if you are in the hip hop 
rap, hip hop, whatever you want to call it. I, I'm gonna say if you're in the hip hop, right, <laughs> especially in our time frame, and, <laughs> and you get around other cats, you can literally feel it. You can see it. You can see in the way they move, in the way I, they. Talk. I agree. You know what I'm saying? At least during that time. Yeah, yeah. At least during that time. And now you just. But again, now, now I don't think that hip hop is there anymore in that way. And I think that the the rap culture. I guess it would be a culture because all these kids, man, I swear to God, I think we were talking, I was talking about it on detox uh, last night. Like I went to go pick my kid up. You know, we, went, we went to go to his school to do, um, it was some shit we had going on in the school. We had to talk to some uh, administrators or whatever. Right. And there was a kid down the fucking hall, like straight down the hall. And he had on literally, literally the same shit that my kid wore out that day. You know what I'm saying? And you look down another hall and the kid had the same right. shit and you can't tell like, all these kids look alike now. Like back in the day, it was a thing where everybody wanted to be different, and, and that, that was a part of the whole pop rap. I think, especially like when I was a kid and stuff, like in starting in like '93, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think from an from an outsider's perspective, everybody looked the same. Like all the kids wore some baggy pants. You know what I mean? And I think just the youth just looked the same. So you don't, you don't, you don't. I don't know. You didn't, yeah, because you didn't experience it. Because the whole thing was like, okay, okay I'm gonna ask Bobby. Bobby Get you just <laughs> you I know you remember the time frame, right? Whereas even if it's the way you twist your even if you put your rag on and you twist it maybe a little bit different because I, I never I never I never did any of that shit. Wait, whatever, whatever, whatever your style thing was at right, the time, right? right? But like every as they say everybody else is rocking the bubble vest this way. So you that day decide I'm gonna rock my bubble vest this way. You know what I'm saying? Everybody lacing up their Tim's one way. Yeah, I I mean well I remember doing like uh, you know for for those who haven't heard the stories on on different shows that I've been on, like I, I was I was put out of my school and my dad put me in Christian school for two years, and we had a uniform. It was a it was a it wasn't like a Catholic uniform. It was like a lax uniform. Like you had to wear like one of three color pants, one of three color shirts, like that type of deal. And like I found myself doing little shit there, like um, whatever. Like like you you had to you had to have like two out of three buttons buttoned on your on your fucking polo shirt. And I would button like the top two and leave the bottom one undone just to be a That's fucking little different from someone else. Like, <laughs> That's that shit. Like, there, there was typical uniform for a, for a hip hop head, but everybody in their own way had some little thing they wanted to do because at that time it was about being different and expressing yourself. Even within the uniform of like, you know what I'm saying? The Tims, the baggy jeans, the, the bubble coats, the whatever, the whatever, the hoodies and all of that shit. There but I'm still- just saying like if, you, if, if I saw – if I saw a guy in Baltimore, if I, if, if I saw a guy in Baltimore or a guy where I, where I grew up outside of Baltimore and he had ski goggles on his head, the yeah, chances are he wasn't selling coke. Yeah, he was going to spit a high sixteen. Yeah, like, like if you <laughs> he, were might, in, he might go cannabis style and spit a hundred. <laughs> but, but like nowadays, like if I see like uh, you know a, a guy on the street, like I'm like I don't know, maybe he raps, maybe he's maybe he's just going to school, maybe he's just like it's just like the, maybe he plays basketball. It's like it's, it's all synonymous now. Well, another thing too is nowadays everybody fucking raps. It's like none of that shit's important anymore because everybody fucking raps. Yeah, everybody but is a, is a also, I was just, I was just, do you ever see people rapping anymore though? I, you know what I see? Ki- you, no, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't at all. But I was gonna say, but then again, like I'm not really hanging out in those specific circles. But I remember just as a kid, even in like in 
eighth grade and ninth grade, like walking home from school and just seeing just groups of kids just fucking rapping. Rapping, yeah. I don't see that shit anymore. I don't see that shit nowhere. And I go to a school with a fucking audio engineering department. If I go to the top floor, like where where the art, where the um, the studios and all that stuff is, you'll see kids, young young cats, the little little rappers and shit, and they'll be in the little studios recording their music and mixing their music. But you don't just see kids out in the hallway like, yo, I'm a busty, so check my shit out. You know what I'm saying? Somebody beating on the locker. Yes. None of that shit. None of that shit, dude. Because I I think... I think it's because it doesn't matter what you say anymore. No, it doesn't. It's all one. Now, now the funny thing, I I will say this. I will say this. Even in some of the most bullshit styles I'm hearing from some of these young cats, even in the fact that they're, they're all their their level, their level right now is not. I don't think it's very high as far as what they're trying to get to lyrically for the most part, right? But I still see these young cats, these broke cats who are up in there and still trying to record their music. I see them putting time into writing their stuff or thinking about what they're saying or rhyming along with it while it's going. Like, hey, check out what I said right here. Check out what I said right here, which is different from what the shit I, I hear on the radio. And I think that it, it starts there for I don't give a fuck who it is, even the most garbage rapper. I think it's it always will start there when you broke as fuck. I think it always starts there with because because you don't you don't have beats you don't have beats right, coming right, out your right. fingertips. You got lyrics coming out your fingertips. You got rhymes. You know what I'm saying? But now, I mean, like kids are making yeah. beats on their fucking yeah, cell phone apps. I, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the true. Thing. These kids, those kids, a lot of those same kids, even though they put together some garbage, you know what I'm saying? They still taking the time to put together some runs. Now, once they start thinking they're getting on with some celebrity and shit, that's when it gets max waxed. Like, that the was the draw for me, honestly, from going from like listening to like, you know, I guess mainstream hip hop at the time mm-hmm. to, to like some underground stuff. Was that it was like something I could just do by myself? Yeah, like, I could do that shit. It seemed attainable to me, and therefore just seemed more real. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, that was the the draw to me for that shit. That's interesting. I don't know. These fucking kids, man. They suck. I, they do suck. <laughs> I, I, uh, I have been working on editing Hungry all week. Oh, nice. So, oh, nice. So, How's it coming? Uh, one, one, 17, as usual. Nice. Um, oh, 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 I get what you're saying. It's, it's, it's fine, is what he's saying. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's still coming. It's on track. So yes, yes, yes. I, I, um, I, actually, it should be done this weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah, theoretically. God willing. Then, um, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying, just as far as uh, what I've been listening to, it's actually not hip-hop related. I've been listening to a ton of old Otis Redding. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Just, I'm not just Why? I'm, I'm just into that, it lately, so, man. So that is that is hip-hop related, sir. <laughs> See, I, mean, like, I, guess, I guess so. But, you know, to, so, all right. So for me, and I've never talked about this, but, like, as a kid, like, Mm-hmm. Those like '60s, like oldies and stuff, were a huge mm-hmm. deal to me as a kid. Like, thirteen, like they had the show was Art LeBeau on um, when I was a kid, and so like every Sunday he would have like he'd be playing these oldies and stuff like that. But he would always have like these shout outs, and it'd always be you know from some cholo to his girls, from like you know from mm-hmm. Casper to Sad Girl, I miss you and I love so all these things, and they would just play all these songs. So that just led me down this whole path of like listening to. A bunch of oldies and shit like that. I think th- those things are always touch more, touch touches more. I think I, I know, like my I, dad, uh, what old what? shit? Well, you, you don't think so? I, me personally, no. Like, <laughs> well, I, let me let me ask you this question: What did you what did you catch your dad listening to? What dude, my he, dad was born in 1940. We listened to like Johnny B. Good and the Everly Brothers, <laughs> and it and it didn't it didn't have it didn't have, it didn't hold anything. Oh, with fuck you. no! All I wanted to do was turn it off as soon as possible. 
as a kid, maybe, but as an adult now, to this day. As an adult, I, I don't, as an adult, I want to forget it. I want to forget it even <laughs> exists. See, to me, there's something just about like those songs that, like, yeah, you know, it's I, it's a sound that isn't around anymore, and like, it's, it won't ever be replicated. And so I don't know. There's something I like something about it. it just seems I, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with liking it, but I, I do feel like sometimes, like, 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 I do feel like sometimes that we as 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 a, as humans get wrapped up in this this idea that we're supposed to like and enjoy shit. And I'm not saying that's your circumstance. Right, right. But I, but like, like Adam kills me with that shit sometimes where he's like, oh, dude, I'm just listening to Chopin. I'm like, dude, if you don't fucking jump out the window <laughs> right now. Yo, like, Adam reminds me of my little brother so much. <laughs> dude, uh, James, do you guys, do you, does, does James C ever interact on your guys, uh, like on ROC or Twitty Talks? James C. Uh, him, it doesn't sound familiar. He does, so it doesn't seem like I'm not um, remembering him. Dude, great dude. But um, he put up a meme on uh on the Nerve Age page that said Adam sounds like the black comedian doing the white impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like he's just like you know sometimes, and I'm like, dude, like I don't believe that you actually like this. I don't. Well, I think that you think you like this because you think you're supposed to like this and because it, it, it means something to like this. I cannot say that I'm um, very caught up with, like, say, the Chopin's of the world. Now, now there was a time, I'm not going to lie, there was some time where I would listen to, uh, what's that motherfucker's name? He's like a... Uh, uh, Beethoven. Uh, no. <laughs> he's a he's an Asian. Oh God, I'm sound racist. He's an Asian cello player. I think he plays oh, cello. Yo Yo Ma. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> back in the day, I used to love so. But I was really into like like just jazz and, and alternative sounds, and then older music, and then classical music. But only because I was trying to get like game. Well, I like jazz and stuff like that from my dad. You know what I'm saying? And I um for me, it was more of a feeling like a memory attachment like my dad like he went the times where i was with him like on weekends every couple weekends or like you know or, or the times where i would live with him dude sad yeah that's good Just so kidding. um <laughs> so he would play like he, he would come like he, he work he busts his ass man he'd be working all fucking day he ain't making enough money to pay all these fucking bills he got he stressed the fuck out you know what i'm saying my mom got him stressed the fuck out because they separated the divorce all that fighting all that kind of shit right he just come home he sit on his porch, he smoke a cigarette, he have a beer, and he have like some Frankie Beverly and Maze playing. He used to be rocking back and forth. And that's that's his little moment. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I remember he would have me come out. I would come up, not have me, I would come out on the porch with him and just sit there, man. And he would just we would just sit there and we'd just be singing the music together. And so for me, those little memories transcend um to now. You know what I mean? And so like I'll I'll be like driving and it's even funny, I'll be driving and I'll be playing like something. I don't know, like, I'll be playing, like, some Shardy, I'm a big Shardy fan, right? And I'll just be singing along with it as I'm driving, and I'll be thinking in my mind, like, oh, that's some shit my dad was used to do. You know what I'm saying? Just shit like that. So that's how, that's how, that's why I feel like on some of that old shit, I, I could feel it, you know? Not, <sighs> I don't not, know, not, man. Like, Chopin. That doesn't anything wrong with Chopin, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, I, I mean, like, it's the same thing, like, uh, you know, when people are just, like, like, I, and, like, don't get me, like, I love some old music, too. Like, I, 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 I do. <laughs> But like you sound, you, sound, you sound like this generation. You sound like the millennials, right? No, it's just that like sometimes <laughs> I feel like, 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 like if someone's like, "Man, I'm really, I'm really, dude, I'm really into the four tops right now." I'm like, "Dude, are you for real? <laughs> you know, or are you just so, saying that because it makes you sound esteemed and fucking like, you know, like, are 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 you imitating your parents? 
you know, because I, you feel like you're an old person now and you're like, nah, you know, I'm just going to even fuck all the shit I used to listen to. I'm just going to go ahead and rock with this. Not, and I'm not saying you, Jisk. I understand. No, no, no. <laughs> but I, I feel like a lot of people do that. Like, I, I feel like I, I hear that a lot. I think, that, I, think that's a part, I think that's a subconscious part of it because you are like it's, it's, it is an attachment to, to an attachment to music that your parents listened to that you might have overheard or heard or you was forced to sit there and listen to as they tried to tell you that this is the best music while your music ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I think all that shit goes together, dude. See, I never had any of that. Like for me, specifically with like just oh, Otis Redding and like these oldies and stuff that I listen to, it's a lot of that stuff is mm-hmm. what was sampled. Like yes, in a lot was, of this hip hop and stuff like that. Yes. So for me, it's just kind of like, oh, I, re- you know, I don't know. I relate to it on that level. And, and I, it just... and I like some of that stuff too, in that sense. And like, like I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, um, my phone, I don't understand it. Maybe you just can explain it to me one day when we, when we have, when we have more time. But like, I think my wife puts shit on her phone and somehow it gets on my phone. Yeah. And she maybe it's the same Apple account. Yes. That's why. And maybe it's because I'm in the cloud. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely. But like, I'll I'll put it in the car, and my car will like start auto playing music on my phone that I didn't put on it. And like, my wife teaches yoga now. Like, it's like one of her hobbies, and it's yoga fine. Plays, it's all it's, like it's fine. Setting. But like, I I I, I'm, I find myself like, what the fuck is this? And like, I, I'm like skipping through it, and um. But then, like, I came across this one the other day, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm going to lose this shit the fuck up. <laughs> like, like, take, it was like this piano and this girl singing over top of it. I was like, oh, that shit is snatched. <laughs> um, so, like, I, I get the, like, sample bit of it. I just, I don't know, man. There is, like, to me, youthfulness is important in music. And but, I don't get hey, any hey, youthfulness how does that? How does Sam Cook. Well, <laughs> why oh, you well, got some Otis Sam Redding? Cook. Sam Cook's fine too, but I'm just <laughs> yeah. I like Sam Cook too. <laughs> I like Sam on, Cook too, you, but that ain't the question. But you, you, you're saying that, mm. but you, you don't talk- listen to any of this new shit today. Correct, because I listen to the music of my youth. Uh, okay, but you could make the argument. I can't because my dad didn't play this shit. But if you, if this shit, like Brave. The stuff his dad played, that's still the music of his youth. It may not be the music of his youth, but it's the music that was played during his youth. That's a good point, Jess. It was, it was music, yes. Yes, you could make that argument. You could. But it wasn't the music that he was necessarily really into in his youth. And I'm not saying that that's the case with I'm not saying that that's the case I was like either. the only kid in like fucking fifth and sixth grade that would listen to some goddamn uh, some, some Chardonnay. Like, you know what I'm saying? You keep saying Chardonnay. You're talking about the wine Char- or you're talking Chardonnay, about Chardonnay, Chardonnay, Chardonnay. Not Sade. Sir, sir, it's Chardonnay. Not, not, not it's smooth not, operator. Yeah, not ordinary, ordinary love. Smooth <laughs> operator, Chardonnay, Chardonnay. That is not, there's no H in there. And I don't think from Atlanta, a, it's Chardonnay. And I don't think there's an R either. We're from Atlanta, it's Chardonnay. <laughs> Chardonnay. You're talking about... He's talking about about Sadie. You ain't never heard. When the fuck have y'all ever heard anybody call her Sade? Sade. When have you ever heard anybody call her Sade? It's Uh, it's Sade. Oh, Sade, yeah. Yeah. Now, again, I'm from the South, so I have a little bit of uh, something there. R's? Yeah, there's no R in in Sade. It's it's not with an R. I'm just saying, and it sounds like it's with an R. Sade. (laughs) Well, yeah, and I like, um, what is that song that Indecent Proposal used? No ordinary love. Yeah, yeah. I like that record. Ordinary love. 
Yeah, ordinary love. Uh, I love me some Shardé. Dude, she's got good hair, man. My wife looks like a young Shardé. That's Becky with the good hair. <laughs> All right, and then All right. Uh, yeah, and then that's so that's it. I haven't been listening to anything new. Just Otis Redding and some reggae. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Otis Redding and, and down, Otis Redding and uh and Young Yachty. Yeah, yeah, it's Yachty. <laughs> Sorry, Yachty. It's like Chachki. It's, so, it's so, it's so, it's so like it's it's so it's so negative. It's so it's so negative. What is like this, this, this shit these kids listen to is so negative, dude. Like I thought, like dude, the shit thought, that we listen to yeah, is negative. <laughs> no, no, sir. I thought Onyx was negative. I thought like you know what I'm saying. It's, Onyx it's, is uh, way more negative than anything I, these kids uh, listen M-O-P to. MOP was negative, sir. But these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers. Let me whisper it. What is what is that? What is that Sticky Fingers verse on Shifty? It always stood out to me as like this might be the most negative shit I've ever heard. Um, how, how did it start? I know that verse by heart. Fucking. How did it start? It was like uh, I, I forgot, it was like uh, uh, Shifty. One day I'm a rule the fucking world. Mark yeah, my words. I got the filthiest shit the human ears ever heard. Even if you wash my mouth out with soap, I'll still be as disgusting, indespicable, unpredictable, liable to flip my lid. My mom dropped me on my head when I was but a I, kid, and then I lost all my marbles. The day I lost my tonsils, <laughs> sister's arm again. Somebody's bound to get robbed. And watch out! It could be you. I believe. Put a gun to your face. It's better to give than receive. More than ECI, energized, make your blood pressure rise, mad face, and no disguise. Disguise, guys. Oh, man. Oh, that was good. Oh, that felt so good. I need to have a cigarette. Put a gun to your <laughs> face. It's better to give than receive. <laughs> like, that's pretty negative, dude. Yeah, but these kids, these dudes, I'm telling you, just go listen to some of this shit they're talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I listen to, um, like, so, like, uh, like, I, I, like, I, we were, coming we were driving back from chicago like i had my my uh my phone going and like adam was playing some shit that i, I had no interest in so like when it came my turn like i was like i'm going super ignorant on the way home sure so like we rocked a little bit of bobby schmurder <laughs> and i was like yep this is- uh that kid is the worst he's bad he's bad it's a fact i i agree but um hot jokers pretty good song Oh my god! Oh, I haven't listened to some. Uh, wait, did we talk about this on the last show? Wait, uh, you, wait, wait. You, you think Hot Jokers is not a good song? Uh, you know, okay, 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 okay. Let me let me be fair. Let me be fair. Let me be fair. In the gym, in the car, but just like kicking it. Nah, I'm not fucking with Bobby Smurder. Like Bobby Smurder gets no fucking. Dude, when he says "caught a body about a week ago," I find myself getting very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, hey, <laughs> hey, on, on the real, that one is truly lit. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> that song is truly lit. Though no, I can't say it loud on my kid to hear me. That Smurder got some shit that 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 really gets you turned. I will say it right because I'm when, like this guy is like 60 pounds, but I got a feeling five of those pounds is in his waist, and I'm not yeah. talking about <laughs> anything sexual. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I know one thing. Um, he's uh, better put five of those pounds in duct tape and put it around his ass. Cause uh, yes, he, he that that that's also good advice. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna need that, bro. Dude, but you know what? Like Charlamagne said, man, I like my gangster rappers doing gangster shit. Yeah, yeah, but they they're not really doing gangster shit. Like he ain't really. Dude, got- it's a freaking murder charge. Yeah, but it's more like his crew. He's just affiliated. and He got Dude, top- close enough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're being picky now. <laughs> you're like you like want him to be actually like the killer. I'm okay with him just riding with the killer. They actually did the killing, not because they. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking extreme, dude. Black Lives Matter. 
But you know what? Those those Chirac savages, man. I don't I don't fuck with I don't fuck with them Chirac savages, though. But he's a, this is a he's a Brooklyn guy. See, all of these young motherfuckers are Chirac savages. Oh, okay, fair enough. I call my kids. My my oldest, he walks around the house. He's got his like he used to just have like a uh he was growing like a like he had a little faux hawk, mohawk type. He had a mohawk, right? Then it turns like a little uh one of those frizzy little fro box things they rock wear, and then it turned into really long twisty things, and now he's got like he's literally got dreads. You know what I'm saying? He can put his hair into like these little Bobby Schmurter young Yahtzee, little Yahtzee mo- uh, ponytail, pigtail shits they do and shit. And I'll see him walking around with the tight ass, tight ass gym pants and, and, and all this shit. I'd be like, you a fucking Chirac Savage. And he starts laughing, right? You a fucking Chirac Savage. I, I, I ask him too. I'm like, you smoking on the Coon Pack? Smoking the Coon Pack today? <laughs> I don't fuck with these little Chirac Savages, dog. I don't fuck with them, dog. Because there was a time when, you know, you, you rapped about a lot of hood shit. And you were in the hood. You know what I'm saying? And then you had some cats who weren't in the hood rapping about some hood shit. But you didn't have to worry about them. You didn't have to worry about them. But these little motherfuckers now, mm, they're all in the suburbs. And they're all dangerous. Yeah. They're all dangerous. And they're all in the suburbs. I mean, not just like... I've always said in regards to that. I mean, you really need to get to this Nas Jay-Z conversation. (laughs) But um, it's not not where you're from, dude. It's who you are. Hey, hey. That's the truth. Yeah, but these kids do. Come on, like I, come on, come on, like where where I lived. Come on, come on, dog. Some some of these some of these neighborhoods are. Come on, dude. Like five hundred thousand dollar homes, easily, bro, and, and more. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like I lived, like I lived, I grew up outside Baltimore City. I grew up ten to twelve to fifteen minutes south of Baltimore mm-hmm. City, and Baltimore City guys would come from the city out to the county, and they would talk all this shit, and they would fucking go home hurt. Because there was guys around there that weren't going to put up with that shit. No, I get that. No, no, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying because you're from the suburbs, you're soft. I'm not saying that. No, by no means. Because as a young as a young person, I lived in the hood. I lived in the suburbs. I lived in the car. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere. But I'm, I'm saying like. I, these kids, I, a lot of these kids, now don't get me wrong, you got some motherfuckers who live in some fucking slime-ass conditions. Mm. And, and they're still good kids. You got, you got some motherfuckers who live in some slime-ass conditions, and they're horrible kids. Mm. But then a lot of these kids, I see them, man, and they think there's something because they listen to the music, bro. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they think there's something, and then you, they, they come face-to-face with something else, and it's a whole different thing. Or, or and this is the worst case scenario. My dad always talked about this, right? You take a kid who wants to be something that he's not, so he now has something to prove. You typically have to fear that person more than you have to fear the person in the situation who should be what that kid wants to be or is trying to be, but does not have to be. I see right, it all right. the time right here, man. I just yeah. look at the kids. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Real quick, I got a, a, a Troy story that just made me think of. <laughs> um, Troy, the Baltimore Andy Kaufman that I've spoken about. <laughs> Um, this was great. So we knew this guy named Fats. Fats was from East Baltimore. He moved out to the county, and he was selling coke. And uh, he pissed off the wrong group of guys, and they fucking cut his stomach wide open. Oh, nice. He had to go to the hospital. He had like 70% of his abdominal muscles removed. So like he was a skinny guy, even though his name was Fats. Mm-hmm. He was a skinny guy. But he, like it just looked like jello pudding, like his stomach. Yeah. Like there was just nothing there. Mm. And um one time he like he was telling us the story and uh and somebody was like, Show me, show me. Like he so he lifted up his shirt and the guy Troy just said, Hey, never 
ever show me that again. <laughs> I just like how you started. Hey. Yeah, that's how, that's how, he, dude. He's funny. I, I, like, I need to get that guy on a podcast. I don't care what podcast it is, but like that dude's voice uh, needs to be heard. <laughs> um. Anyway, he also uh, he, he had like water bugs in his basement, and like uh, he stepped on them. Like on on video, like for Instagram, and while he was stepping on them, he was singing like this variation of the Robin Thicke song, and he was just going, "You're a dead bug. I know you like it. You know I like it." <laughs> but that's that, that's Troy, man. Um, okay, so let's talk about Super Ugly. Oh, let's wow. do it. Let me pull up the lyrics because I don't I don't know, but I know I know one I know one line in particular. So let's talk about uh, where you heard it and and your impression after you hear it. And just we'll save him for last because he heard it like a couple weeks ago. At this point, a couple months ago, but yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> go ahead, Brave. No, sir, you go ahead. Okay, I was at home and somebody said it's. it's somebody called me and just said it's happened. I jumped on uh, Kazaa, I think is what I had. Mm-hmm. And downloaded it ASAP. It took like three hours because it was dial up. And I listened to it, and much unlike my fucking ether experience, when I heard it, I was like, "This dude is done." So I started calling people and talking to people, and I couldn't believe that people were offended. It might be the first time that I encountered social justice. <laughs> I mean, even every like you're talking like you're calling like hip hop dudes are like, hey, yeah, no, he went too far. Yeah, huh. and they're like, man, that, that's not cool. Condoms on the baby seat is not cool. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, like, what? Like, I fucked your wife, you fat motherfucker. It's right. cool, but left condoms on your baby seat is not like i mean it's not cool obviously but it's a fucking torturous line right um and then like you know it, by the next day like going to college and talking to people on on campus about it like i was like oh my god i was like it's not it's not well received <laughs> and i couldn't believe What's it what's wrong with you people <laughs> yeah i couldn't i couldn't understand it genius <laughs> yeah Oh shit. Um, what about you, Brave? Um, all I remember is I was driving somewhere. <laughs> I remember I was driving somewhere. I was uh I was close to uh Cascade. I was close to Cascade. I had just gotten off of uh I had just gotten off of twenty, I think it was, or was it twenty five? I think twenty five onto Cascade and I was going down Cascade. I was, I was going to some friend's house and some chicks. I don't fucking know. But I remember it played. And I remember listening to it, and I think I—I I, I have to agree that it was the fucking condom on the uh, condom seat. on the baby seat yeah. line that stuck out of my head. Cause I was listening to it and shit, and I heard him, and I—I had—I had a—it had didn't land with me. Like it didn't. It's not. I, I didn't think negatively about it. I didn't think positively about it. I just heard him going at him, right? And then I heard that fucking line, and I, but I, my biggest response is. Was to the um, 
the radio cat at the time, and the, the DJ after after got finished playing it, talked about yet again, as you said, how far he went. He might have went too far, and blah 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 blah. And I I don't, I don't know. It didn't it didn't really it's, it wasn't it wasn't like it, like it wasn't important. It just it didn't really affect me. But I do remember that fucking line about the condoms on the baby seat. Just left condoms on your baby seat. It just kept rolling around in my head like the rest of that fucking day. That's, yeah. that's, all, that's all I really got for it. I think I respected it more. I think I it had more of an impact later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the time, it just didn't. Not shit on the song. It just it didn't. It didn't like. It didn't like. It wasn't like one of those like where were you at when you heard first heard Criminal Minded. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, it wasn't right, like right, that right, for right, me. Right. But that fucking line with the kind of on the baby seat. That was it. I mean, that yeah, was, that it, was the that was the knife in the throat. That was that was the fucking <laughs> line. It, it. I will say this. It made me want. To find out more about his baby, about Nas's baby mama, right. yeah. <laughs> and I think she, I think she supposedly did a a diss song. To yeah, well, no, it wasn't her though. It no? was like it was like somebody that was acting as if it was her oh. trying to get out real quick. But yeah, I remember that. Like, what year was that, dude? What year was that? Uh, it had to be two thousand one. Well, she didn't she write? She wrote a book about it all too, didn't she? Yeah, the wife did write a book. Yeah. I own the book, and I've read it. Um, it's interesting. Was it super ugly? Uh, no, it's not as ugly as you would imagine. Um, <laughs> Dry cleaning deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new car seat. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, mm. and then just you having just heard all this. Two thousand came out in so two thousand. So I knew. Okay, two thousand two. I knew. It was in there, so I, I I didn't have the benefit of like there was no shock. Not that there was no shock value, but it didn't catch me by surprise because I knew what I was getting into. Right. Um. So I just look at it as like, I, I mean, I don't know. I I guess is it is it crossing over a line because it's fucking gross? Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, that's what happens, man. You know, you get think about. I just look at the at it in the hole, and you have these dudes that are going at it, going at it, and then finally it's like, that's it. I'm just gonna fucking end it. Like, ah, I just wish I was there. Like, I want to be there when they're like, look, I'm going to say this. Like, man, then he's like, nope, just send it off. Like, it's it. I'm done. Like, I wonder if anybody was like, are you sure, bro? You want to say that shit? Yeah, well, I think that he was egged on. The 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 the, the legend is is that Dame Dash wasn't there. And it was Gotti, Irv Gotti and Jay. And Irv was like, you need to put this out. And Dame wasn't there. And Dame would have said, nah, not this one. Um, because uh, other than that, it's not a b- this track's dope. Other, I mean, even well, that, even it's that- it's other instrumentals. Like it's an instrumental disc, but right, right, but yeah, but let's go through the lyrics real quick. Um, uh, so he goes through all that, got myself a gun shit, and then he says, but really, I don't need the heat. Your heart pumps, Project Kool Aid, you sweet. I don't got a two way, you gay. This is not beef. This is rap, homie. I don't have a scratch on me. All right, nothing really there. And then he said, uh, you feel Jay soft, rip Jay off. Damn, I'm only worth over 100 million. Look, I got beef with like 100 children. Jokers with pink suits trying to get cute. <laughs> that, that's bars. From that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From that uh, uh, Street Dreams video. Yeah. Um, 
you a little out of line, homie. Don't let the nine, homie. Put put you out your mind, homie. Just rhyme, homie. Kick your little lies. I'll kick my real facts like you sneaking out the back of the source sound lab. We wasn't chasing you. We had a tape in two. We came through to do our one-two thing. It wasn't a Rockefeller come-through thing. If it was on like that, we would come through Queens. The Queens Jokers, you know how I do. Look, I got more shooters in Queensbridge than you. They'll tie you up. I remember that joint, yeah. They'll tie you up on the Coliseum roof and open beer bottles on the boy's chipped tooth. Look here. And that was a tough line also, like that beer bottles on the boy's chipped tooth. Um, And then he started doing the chipped tooth thing as like a bit of pride later on, Nas did. Uh, Listen, I'm the J... I'm the J, the A to the fuck this broad. He never sold aspirin. How you Escobar had to buy your chain back the last time you got robbed. The nerve of this coward joker. Oh my God. And I know rap rumors are, are, uh, I think this is misread. I think it's, I, I know rap rumors and innuendos. I'll bring them to you live. Lift up your windows. Let the public peek in. See your dirty laundry. Y'all don't want me to continue. Hove. And then it switches to the super ugly beat. And then he says, uh, me and the boy AI got more in common than just balling and rhyming. Get it more in Carmen. Because Carmen is yeah, it was the big last name. I mean, the first name. Uh, I came in your Bentley back seat, skeeted in your Jeep, left condoms on your baby seat. And that was the one. Like, I remember, like, just holding my hand over my mouth. Like, oh, my God. And then, uh, but unfortunately, that is the fucking climax do you know what i mean and then yeah. he still got like six bars left um let me ask you a question real fast was he were, were Nas and carmen done when jay was messing around with her or no he, okay all right no I mean, um that alone just coming with that is right it's a lot of crushing shit in there the, the gloves is off the love is done it's whatever whenever however joker one and since you infatuated with saying that gay shit, you was kissing my dick when you were kissing that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was another one. That that's was like, more, that's sheesh. More, that's more. Um, you thought I was, you thought, oh, you thought I was boning Vinette. Vinette was like a girl that was friends with Carmen. That Carmen was telling Nas why she was talking to Jay because she was hooking Vinette up with Jay. And he said, nasty shit. You thought I was boning Vinette. You called Carm a hundred times. I was boning her neck. That's fucked up. You got a baby by the broad. You can't disown her yet. When does your lies end? When does the truth begin? When does reality set in? Or does it not matter? It's got to hurt that I'm your baby mama's favorite rapper. <laughs> and ask your current girl. She know what's up. Holla at a real joker. Jigga. I don't give a fuck. Like that's it's, that's pretty fucking crucial, man. I think it's an emotional joint. It still fucking cuts deep. Yes. Not even without the condoms in the baby. Seat. Yeah, like the yeah. bone in her neck and the fucking your baby mom's favorite rapper, which is just funny. I mean, even the idea that just even the idea that you smashing his baby moms, but uh, so this uh, this is obviously. Uh, back in the day, right? But the idea that you're smashing his baby moms, but originally wanted to be down, you know what I'm saying, and wanted to be a part of the, the movement that, that him and his crew had and shit. I think it's an emotional deal. You know what I'm saying? I think that was like an emotional strike. He was like, yo, fuck, I'm going to well, play it all was, out. I think he was definitely emotional because, yeah. I mean, everybody was saying that Nas got him. You know? Kind of, and that, to me, yeah, it kind of... Uh, 
that's kind of like a chink in the armor. You mean like I, he, because he came too emotional, it showed like how deep. Yeah, you showed too much. Yeah, it's just, it's like it's 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 like. Um, Would you have preferred it if he told a story? here's what i would say man uh, because okay jay always and this is why for me it this is in retrospect right for me it it's not a fucking a, a win or even a knockout it's more of like a damn dude you was the man and you just kind of played yourself because even though he's saying all the dirt he did to homeboy right the problem is that jay from the beginning has always positioned himself as being up there, like from the right. beginning. And the way he, the way he, the way he, he rhymed, the way he did his stuff, the way he carried himself, he put himself up there, right? right? And so you don't bother with little small details and little small things like that. When he, to me, when he did that, um, the takeover, you know what I'm saying? And he handled it like that. That's some J shit. That's like, you know what I'm saying? This, this is some shit that you know you can get. You can get um, Joe Buttons or, or motherfucking whoever to do this shit, but they would, they would do it better. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I, I feel like that. I, I I guarantee you, I guarantee you that's one of the, the songs that he would take back if he could. Oh, he there's him. no doubt about it. Yeah, he would take that shit back. Well, and like, not because he went too far on what he said about their business, but because of how it makes him look. Well, I think it was, it was both. I mean, like, they did an interview, like, when he signed Nas... They did like an interview on MTV and they were asking them like how they felt about each other having, you know, with, with the beef and whatever. And, and he was like, Nas, Jay said a line and Nas like cuts off the interviewer and mm-hmm. says, I know what line you're talking about. I don't need to hear it. Yeah. You know, so like it obviously. That's real shit. This cat fucked your baby mom while you was with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where is that going to be peace? Yeah, yeah. That's that for peace, me. Bro. Like I can't. I want to get over that. That's not like I can't be your friend after that. We're not, we're not having any kind of business. No. But you, but you got to think about like you talk about like the rap industry. There's a lot of those motherfuckers that. It's a lot. Of, it's, it's, okay, so what all shit that we've been just been going on here recently with the whole meeks and the, the the beans and all of that shit, right? And then you see, you hear Charlemagne talking in his in his, in his different interviews, and he made the point that you know it's a lot of rappers and industry cats, and and all of a sudden everybody's related, everybody's everybody's brother. brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're brothers, we're brothers. And you heard that even back then. Oh yeah, Nas is my brother. Jay is my brother. Nah, I don't think y'all is brothers for real. You yeah, know, they, they, they are. They are, to be fair, they are practically related at this point. The term is right. called Eskimo Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. So then, like, the, so then this is when everything took a weird turn, right? Because Jay then got on the radio and apologized. That's some other shit that, not, that Jay should never Wasn't that yeah, prompted he should've, by his mom, too? It was prompted by his mother, and he should have never done that. Well, but 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 then, okay, when you and your mother, your mom, who you love, who brings you, you know what I'm saying? As much respect he has, he has for his mom. When she says, son, you need to do blah, blah, blah. You can't really, your mom tells you to make that apology. Can you really fuck off your mom? I'd be like, mom, you better sit back yeah. and enjoy that. That's your problem. Yes, the, That's answer, the answer to your question, Raven, is yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 even if I even if I did like have a good relationship with my mother, I'd be like, look, you sit back in that fucking recliner I bought you and you chill the fuck out. I, if, if, I, if I had to make the peace out of respect to my mom, I would have had to make that piece probably. That would have been something like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't go on the radio, bro. No. 
but no, nah, I couldn't do that. I mean, the how only... did it come out? Well, I'm sorry. How did it come out that his mom was the one that kind of prompted that? He said oh, it. She oh, was like, like, "Yeah, my mom's big dude." I mean, I don't know. That's super yeah. He was like, he 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 called. I think it was Hot ninety seven, and he was like, "Look, he was like, he's like, I heard about this shit from my own mother, so I obviously went too far, and I apologize." Okay. Um, some shit like that though. Yeah, we gotta go in. We gotta go in the backyard. I mean, we just gotta roll around the dirt for a while. <laughs> well, so then the next thing that happened was Nas. As far as I can remember, I, I can't remember whether Super Ugly and the apology came first or second, but I think it came first. But Nas uh, had a a show he was gonna do at Summer Jam where he was gonna lynch like a mannequin of Jay Z. Do you remember this? I don't remember that. So Nas was the headliner of Summer Jam for 2002. Let me point this out. Let me just make this point. I had just gotten back to the States um, from um, serving in Germany, too, in 2002. So, like, Super Ugly is one of the first things I heard coming back, yo. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. So he was supposed to do – he was supposed to be the headliner. And – uh, he said, like, he, they did a stage show, and he was going to lynch, like, I think it was, like, a giant, like, mannequin of Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, that was going to be, like, the visual the aid for Ether. And Hot 97 said, mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, this is not going to happen. So Nas said, well, then I'm not going to perform. And then Hot 97 said, okay. I guess you're not going to perform. And they kicked him off Summer Jam, basically. Um, well, it was like, I guess he kind of walked away from Summer Jam. Depends on how you want to see it, right? Is that the, where the beef and uh, Ebro came from? With uh, Nas and Ebro? Maybe. I don't know. But I do know that uh, then Nas called Power 105, I think. And holler at home girl. What's her name? Uh, Angie Martinez? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And went off. Yeah, that shit I remember. And lost his goddamn mind. Like, it was crazy. Like, it was crazy the shit that he was saying. Like, he sounded like a madman. But what was he saying? I, I never heard like, any of that. Like, like he was like, uh, he was like, and, and, and I, like, I don't care about a show or an award. Are they going to give me an award? God gives me an award by giving me life. Like, it was crazy. It sounded like the ravings of a lunatic. So then Jay did a freestyle on Hot 97 where he said, um, see how the number one station for hip-hop flip-flops? No, see how the number one station for R&B and hip-hop or flip-flops, R&B? I forget how he said it. Uh, See how the number one station for hip-hop and R&B flip-flops? You thought Summer Jam was starring you? It was starring me. Even in my absence, my presence is felt. That's got to tell you I'm the king, dog, if nothing else. And then I forget the, all the rest of the bars, but I know he finished off the verse with, somebody explain to me why I want to be him again. He's crying on the radio. I'm learning to swim. Because he was in, he was on vacation in uh, France. Because he had a line about that. He was like... Uh, while you're crying on the radio, I'm see I'm I'm on a sea do in France or some shit. Um so so then that happened. And then uh but Nas when he was crying on the radio also said uh he talked about Cameron and said Cameron yeah. is trash. Um I got I got yeah well, let's do it. I got it right. Yeah, here. go ahead yeah, and play yeah. it. Let me, let me see if it's uh hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Oh, I hope it plays a YouTube ad first. It's like Transformers: This <laughs> Titans Return. I will say that every time I watch one of yours, that's all it is now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just I, every time I go to comment, like to reply to comments, it's all that pops up. All right, here we go. Can't hear it. You guys hear it now? Yeah. This is not the call into Hot 97. This is the interview he did at a at a one or whatever the fuck. Okay, about that shit. Yeah. Well, the shit that happened next, like in the fucking scheme of things, was Cameron dissed him the same night. Like he called up to the radio and lost his mind, and then Cameron released two diss records the same night at him. At uh, Nas. At Nas. Um. Damn, now I'm trying to find that shit. And 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 it started all oh, well. Let me. All right. So so he he did it over the hate me now beat, right? Right. And it said, uh, how do I? He said, so everybody, everybody got the power 105 joint. Anybody got the fucking the hot 97 where you flip the fuck out on them? Hey yo, this little Joker Nas think he's live like me. Drove five, shot fives, flip pies like me. Nah, Cam going to blast. I done ran through his past and I ran for the mag Taliban on your ass. <laughs> You're a Terry Cloth. That means very soft. <laughs> I love Cam, man. Um, thanks, Jay. Carm's the bomb. Broke a cherry off. Severely massacred. We really going to laugh at you. The Mac Millie blast at you. You'll really run to Africa. <laughs> 
stupid sucker for love, home plenty, Nelson Mandela, we all boned Winnie. God. Um, shit, I come over and fight. You were lame. You forgot over the night. Yo, your career's over like Mike. Anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, Axton about his mean kids. Frizzle team, triple beam, crippled teams when you seen money in Queensbridge. Never. I used to catch the tunnel. Little E, Vernon's side. I gave him packs and bundles. Um, how many grams in an ounce? How many ounces in an eighth? How many eighths in a key? Shorty, stay in your place before the AKs in your face. Take your daughter, R. Kelly, have my way with her face. Whoa. And your mom's a whip-wop head. And you claim to be a hip-hop head? Ooh-wop. Two shots in his hip-hop heads. This way the whole world know that hip-hop's dead. Rockefeller hip-hop bread. 50 thou a night. Holler back. Get my spread. You whack, you twisted, your girl's a hoe, you broke, the kid ain't yours, and everybody know. Your mans even tell you, you be like, so, I love my baby mother, I'll never let her go. Damn, man, I cannot find that calling. Like, that's the type of shit that you can't get from anybody but Cam. Yeah, yeah. And then now, so, and so I, these I haven't heard before, so like that's. Yeah, and then of course, in the beginning and the end, it's all Jim Jones screaming, yelling, and carrying on. You know, doing dipset antics, and um, that that little thing that he talks about with little E Vernon's side, I gave him packs and bundles. Like that guy E is like, um, uh, he, he was one of Nas's guys. And E contacted Cam for a loan. And Cam was like, well, how the fuck are you hitting me up for a loan when Nas is your guy? Like, it was like, there was a whole story to that. Right. Um, but then I'm going to try to find the other one because uh, to show you how to do this. So what happens is the beat then, like, scratched and changed and all that shit. And... Uh, <clears throat> The um, you you heard Nas cr- uh, doing his radio bit, you know, with the uh, um, an award show, an awards. <laughs> what is an award? God gives me an award by giving me life, and um, and then Cam goes in with like uh, like this talking where he's like, um, he's like. Uh, he, he just wanna he just wanna be smart and educate you. So I guess I just had to teach him something. <laughs> like, you know, it's just Cameron madness. But I'm, I'm trying to find the lyrics to it. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find the lyrics to it. Uh, and that's where uh, Jim Jones goes because that's when he talked about smacking the koofy off his head and all that shit. Let me see if I can't. Fine at home. I'm looking out, so I was doing is just reading some stuff about it right now. Uh, and then Nas never responded to that, right? Uh, no, he never responded to Cam. And and like to be honest, like that was pretty smart on Cam's. I mean, on Nas's part, because like Dipset had a lot of steam behind them at the time, and um. There's no way that Nas could have really like like to put it in perspective like when when Jay and Dipset battled, Jay couldn't get an upper hand on him. 
because there's just so many of them. They were all just releasing shit. Yeah, just back to back. Like, and then uh, like just a quick diversion thing. So like, do you do you know do you remember that battle, Brave? What's that thing? The, the what? No, say say again. The Dipset. I feel like I don't have your complete attention, Brave. Hey, 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 hey. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, the Dipset uh, Jay Z battle. Uh, I remember some bits of it, dude. So I know they, I know, I know they got it. it go, go ahead, go ahead, go. Ahead. It all started over the, it, it all happened over the ball and shit, right? Like Jim Jones balling. So Jay did a response, like just a a diss record to them. Like they were dropping a lot of subliminal disses. Um, like Cam on the a bigger picture has a lot of subliminals at him where he's like, uh, where he's like, um, you're you're mad that that Dame is. You know what I mean? I'm Dame's favorite and all this shit. Um, but Jay took the ball and beat and did like instead of balling, like did Brooklyn and then did this like little verse. Jim Jones took the beat with Jay's lyrics on it, kept Jay's verse on it and was like talking shit behind Jay's lyrics, which had like never been done. And it was like incredibly smart, you know, like, like, like every time like, like Jay would land a line and Jim would be like, good one, you know? And then like Jay would like say another line that wasn't um like quite on. And he would be like, that's a joke for the old people. And then like, you know, like <laughs> it just totally fucking took the venom out of all of it. Do you know what I mean? And, um, and like at one point, uh, he was like, uh, you think you balling? Like, Jay, Jay says that. You think you balling? And then Jim Jones back, I was like, balling, balling! <laughs> you know, but it, it's just like, you couldn't fuck with him. Like, even though Jay is so far beyond Jim Jones lyrically. They, they was turned up. You they're they, too funny, man. And they're yeah, too entertaining. You can't yeah. fuck with them. Um, Has anybody done that since? No, not that I know of. Yeah. Not that I know of. I'm trying to find this. Nah, With this. like Jay-Z and all of them? Just What's up? What are you saying? That? What are you asking? Has anybody done that kind of like, that kind of like diss, I guess, where like you're just making fun of the dude bar by bar, you know what I mean? No, not that I know yeah. of. I just think it's interesting to like. Yeah, you know who was really good at that, that beef and shit? They may not be the most lyrical motherfuckers, right? But like... I think the West Coast cats, when they did their little beef joints, when you look at like, just as a sidebar, when you look at like, like beef in between like uh, Easy E and Dre and all of them and the Death Row beefs and all that shit, I think that again, those guys are West Coast guys. They might not have been the most lyrical cats, but they had a way of taking that shit to a, a, a entertaining level. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just all like, yo, we see you in the streets, we gonna cut your face up and shoot you type shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the videos, they have, they have like a, a clown performer acting like he's the other cat. Like, you know, when you had, um, when, when Dre and them had, had like a little fake Easy E and just, just all of that shit. I, I, think, I think that the West Coast cats, they, they, had, they, they, they brought something to the table with the whole dissing thing, dude. But the, um, the, the show you had to do this shit that Cam did. He talks uh, like he he goes into some detail because apparently they had the same accountant, Nas and Cam, mm-hmm. and he goes into like some of Nas's like financial woes, 
and it was pretty fucked up. Like he talks about Nas having to trade in his mom's Corolla. Like, I mean, it's fucked up, <laughs> you know, but, but, but the, the thing was, was just like those guys. So like they did songs like, and that's when everything got out of control. That's when I thought for a second that somebody might really get hurt. When Dipset got involved and State Property got involved, and I was all, like, "All these dudes are just going at Nas." Yeah, and I mean, like, you're talking about songs. Like every, every day you woke up, it was like a new diss song at Nas, and it, it was just like, it was crazy. And 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 like they weren't none of those guys, none of the Dipset guys, and none of the State Property guys are on Nas's level, right, or Jay's level, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not trying to be, you know, which almost made it worse in a way do you know what i mean because like nas was nas and jay would both say things that were like layered and had meaning to them or whatever and like you know state property was like i will shoot you i will fucking kill you (laughs) you know like this is my rockefeller is my meal ticket right now and you are potentially getting in the way of that (laughs) you know um state property I, i was telling jisk about it like they had this freestyle over the grinding beat and it was something like it's it's not lyrically powerful or anything, but it's something about the fucking energy that they had at that time. And uh, you know, and a lot of these guys were like fucking street guys, like Oskino and Sparks, they're fucking street yeah. guys. Like Petey Crack, fucking street dude. And like Petey Crack for real. Yeah. Yeah, for real, for real. And like, you know, when, when Petey Crack got on and like Nas had just put out that got yourself a gun record and all that. And then, you know, Petey Crack is like, oh, you got a gun, huh? Well, we don't believe that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he's just like, okay, like I fucking, you know, like, it, like, you know, and he's like, I'm a North Philly rider, gangster, holler. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, like, these guys want to hurt this dude. You know, like, they weren't worried about punchlines. They were worried about, like, scaring him, I think. Um, and do you think, like, that's kind of what, like, it's like it just got to the point where it just was so far out. That's like, yeah, it was muddy. Yeah, you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then um, the the last <coughs> bit of it was Jay-Z's Blueprint 2, um, which I will bring up. Because Nas still hadn't really said anything back. Um, after, after he did, on the real, right? every, no, he didn't. As far as I know, other than interviews and stuff, right? Right. After that, after that fucking ether shit, dude. That was it. He was riding on. He was riding high on that stillmatic, bro. After that, it wasn't. He wasn't paying attention to none of them cats like that, except except for what was ever between uh, him and Jay. And then after Jay admitted that he that he fucking that that he was like wild by the ether shit, it was really nothing. Those I, I always felt like those other cats were they were trying to get their uh, their comeuppance. By you know you just trying yeah. to ride the wave you know and, 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 and it makes sense you know what I'm saying you're trying to ride the wave you want to build you want to start bubbling well and I mean Nas called out all of fucking state property on the fucking ether record yeah yeah so that's the opportunity to fucking ride the wave and try to bubble yeah. up a little bit and then yeah, he said Cameron right. was trash on the radio and that's just Cam-Rom all those guys trash, needed though. to fucking Cam-Rom was so trash. so was Blue, <laughs> blueprints really like was it so basically I kind of look at it like with the with uh, Super Ugly, it kind of defeated itself just because he took it yeah. too far. Yeah. So he had just had to come again with like, look, let me release a, a, proper, a proper Yeah. Disc. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, that's what it was. Like, I think that Blueprint Two is really like the re- It's like it's like the answer to Super to uh, Ether, and it's also like it's also uh, the answer to the 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 hip hop listener. 
You know what I mean? But see, he admitted that he admitted that he lost on Blueprint Two, though. He well, that Nas ate his ass on, on Blueprint Two. Did he? Yeah, he admitted that. Yeah, that fucking. Uh, he, he admitted. He admitted. As a matter of fact, there was an interview that he did where he was talking about the reaction. Of, oh yeah, I've heard him talk about the reaction. Yeah, yeah, when he, yeah. When he was talking when, when when motherfucking Ether came out and they heard him and his response to it, he sounded like his hero had just slapped him in the fucking face. You know what I'm saying? Like he sounded like really fucking the most. Like Cash laughed at that interview for a while because it, it's almost like you know Jay was crying almost. Yeah, but that's <laughs> like that's like his voice though. Like his nah, voice bro, is, nah. You, hey, dude, bro. like I, I've listened. Hey, like trust Google me, I've listened to Plenty. No, 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 no. I listen to Plenty. I, I joke his voice all the time because it always sounds like he's like right on the verge of tears. Like I, I, he was on that 60 Minutes interview and he's like, I can take I can take all the state property. I can take all. The Let's say let's say you had a beat like uh like you had a beat like But then when I come back with the with the hashtag facts on Jay Z, now he comes with that. No, 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 because I think that's just like 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 when he's like, no, that's a that's a that's a good word, intricate. Like it's just his voice is just it always sounds weird. I don't know. Hold on one second. So let, let's go. Through, let's go. Through, let's go. Through, let's go through these lyrics real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go so um, it was. Can't y'all see that he's fake? The rap version of T.D. Jakes prophesizing on your CDs and tapes. Bars. All right. Won't break you a crumb off the little bit that he makes, and this is with whom you want to place your faith. I put dollars on. I put dollars on mine. Ask Columbine. When the Twin Towers dropped, I was the first in line. Donating proceeds off every ticket sold when I was out on the road. That's how you judge Hove? No. Ain't I supposed to be absorbed in myself? Every time there's a tragedy, I'm the first one to help. They call me this misogynist. But they don't call me the dude to take his dollars and give gifts at the projects. I think it's... That's fine. These dudes, all, these dudes is all politics. Depositing checks. They put in their pocket. All you get in return is a lot of lip. And y'all buy this shit caught up in the hype. Just because he wear a kufi, it don't mean that he bright. Because you don't understand him, it don't mean that he's nice. It just means that you don't understand all the bullshit that he writes. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Is it black girl lost or shorty owe you for ice? I've been real all my life to try to confuse it with conceit. Since I will not lose, they try to help him cheat. But I will not lose for even in defeat. There's a valuable lesson, so I guess it evens it up for me. Bars. Yeah, he just said he lost. When the grass is cut, the sna- <laughs> when the grass is cut, the snakes will show. I gotta thank the little homie Naz for that though, saving me the hassle of speaking to half of these assholes. And I'ma let karma catch up to Jazzo. Whoa, I'm back before you had a chance to miss me. My mama can't save you this time. Joker's is history. Who you know, flow vicious is me, and so religiously that's why they call me Hove. I get the spoils because the victor is me. You're an actor. You're not who you're depicted to be. You're street dreaming. All y'all are living through me. I gave you life when people were forgetting you, MC. I'm a legend. You should take a picture with me. You should be happy to be in my presence. I should charge you a fee. I'm big dog, Glenn Rob. Listen, God, you a flea. And that little homie jungle is a garden to me. What's the problem, B? You're not as hard as me. Hard as we, R-O-C. That's why they follow me. They feel my pain and my agony. I won't rest till you on one knee. You want war, then this war is going to be. Um, the end falls off, in my opinion. I still like that song. Yeah, it's a good song, no doubt about it. The beat on this shit is dope. Yeah, that too. That album was dope. That I think so album. too. People hate that album. 
Uh, it was dope. Okay, so in the uh, eight weeks chat there, uh-huh. um, 2016 interview, but that's not what I was alluding to, but still, it's, it's a pretty dope interview. Um, the the last one I sent is the one with Jay-Z. Somebody kind of hyped it up, kind of tuned it up a little bit, added like, you know, words and shit to it. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, they, they, oh, add just, words, that must be the facts. Yeah, they, they just can't let it play. They got to put the words up there. <laughs> but, uh, that's that's the actual uh, call when he's asking them like, "Yo, what'd you think?" And uh, how long I, is it? Should we play it right it's now? Only, it's only like a minute and thirty. Okay, seconds. let me play. I'll play it right now on the, and then I'm gonna play that not that Nas to show you how to do this. Um. So Nas had a track after this though, right? Oh, uh, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I would be a little like like me as a guy. Like I would listen to the last verse and be like, "Wow, like, wow." Nah, it's guy guys. I think that's the one where he was calling talking about the um the super ugly dude. Hold up, let me find this. Uh, that's the one from me talking about super ugly dude. When he was apologizing for that shit. Yeah, and like, uh, God, I don't know. That was a big mistake. Here's here's the camera. I'll show you how to do this right. And like, for those that don't listen to Dipset, half of the fucking entertainment of Dipset is not the music. I mean, it's not the lyrics. It's the shit that's said before and after. Oh, um, like, when Cameron said that Jay-Z looked like Alf. Oh, here. This has a little bit of it in there. The whole game, they exploiting us, man. This is our music. This is our music. Even record companies, they exploiting our artists cheating them out of royalties and paper not giving them what they deserve and then when you come to the radio they cheating you out of that and then on the videos and award shows what is an award god gives me an award by giving me i'm gonna calm down because you just want to learn something so i teach you something i ain't the one that teach you call me 10 10 wins in 22 seconds i gave him the world took his chick with me came back gave him his girl why you mad we slaving your girl i don't want to you can have her we'll cave in your world you in that deal with sony still dealing with sony homeboy wherever your homie don't let them pick you out out Don't 
they know Jim is starving for gems. But rob him again and rob him again. I show you how to do. But yeah, that whole that whole bit there about breaking down everybody at Sony that's got an upper hand on him contractually is some fucking tight shit to put it. And then like, you know, Tommy Matola's like supposedly mobbed up. Like that's been like the rumor since forever. And then to be like, uh, Tommy Matola, because remember that's the boss of the bosses, baby. <laughs> It's a tough line. I wanted to. I wanted to also play the uh, the Jim Jones, um, the the hate you now or hate me now, Nas disc because Jim Jones is funny as shit on that. And I just want to yeah, hear it. I heard niggas talking reckless, man. You're talking out the side of your mouth, yeah, nigga. Yeah. Oh, niggas is faggots, faggots. Straight Word to my mother, put my foot in your ass, nigga. No homo, nigga. What's really good? Jim Jones, Jim Topo status. Eastside food, dipset riders, nigga. When we catch you, we gonna slap that goofy straight off your motherfucking head. Fuck your Jim Jones the fool, boy. Slap that goofy straight off your motherfucking head. You know, it's just that's dipset. Like you can't you can't make a battle record that competes with that. Like right. in that sense, do you know what I mean? Unless it, unless it's really like masterfully crafted. Well, yeah, it's like you have some dudes that are coming with some street shit, and you can't exactly you can't come with some lyrical shit to that. Exactly, right? Exactly. It's like it's like you, you, Nas isn't equipped with the, <laughs> this guy. This he's guy. Not, like, look, no, Jay isn't either. Jay isn't either. It was proven that Jay isn't. It was oh, like he was. They're not equipped with the tools for that job. I don't know. I, I say a situation like that. That's when you. That's when you have like your crew make make joints to go back and forth because you shouldn't see a Nas or a Jay Z battling with cats at that level, right? Cam, Cam can rap. <laughs> Are you saying that Cam cannot rap, dude? That tra- that last track was dope. I mean, I dude, Cam is nice. Oh wow. You're gonna say that Cam cannot rap. <laughs> Yo, I'ma say this. Cam ain't like um of of the many rappers who cannot rap. Of the many rappers who are garbage, no, that is certainly not Cam. But I would not put Cam in my uh I would not put Cam in my yo, he be spitting shit uh category. I, I wouldn't necessarily put him in that category either, but like he's a lot nicer than he lets on. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. He'd be dumb at that. Like I said, like, like we said earlier, man, like a lot of these cats, they start from a certain place. You know, they, they find their voice, they find what works for them, and they dumb it down to that. You know what I'm saying? To, just, to make it move, to sell the music and all that shit. But either way, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm not going to, no, I can't, no, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to be the guy to say that Cam is, can be spitting. I'm not gonna, but, but, but like, if you're Nas, like, you can't in, send, in, you can't send can? Jungle after Cam. But and that's and that's now, let me, let's just let's address that. That is the problem on Nas's side. Whereas, and this is where like Rockefeller clearly like uh, the the weight of Rockefeller's family of their of their crew, right? Yeah, it's so stacked. They got Agreed. so much in there. You to fuck with that, you gotta have like a Wu Tang. You gotta have like Agreed. a motherfucking a boot camp click. You gotta have some guys like that that can stand on their own like- and. I, that's, that's why I say that I think that Rockefeller is probably the 
I, I'm trying to I'm trying to speak. I'm trying to put my thinking cap on, but like I don't know of another label that had so many fucking good rappers on it that with were the, with a, the level of success that they had. Right? With right. the level of success that were a crew, hard pressed. You'd be hard pressed to find. I mean, outside of talking like Wu Tang, and I don't even think Wu Tang had it like that. No, because like Master Killer could. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Well, no, 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 hold on. No, no, as far as like, as far as like lyrics and motherfuckers eating motherfuckers, right? You got that in Wu Tang, but as far as the level of success that Rock had, because Rock had that crossover success. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like the street cats or the rap heads. Nah, they had that crossover success, dog. So that I, I, you be hard pressed to find. I'm, I'm like really thinking hard. You be hard pressed to find a crew as vast. Because I'm trying to uh, like I'm gonna rattle them off just and I'm and I'm I'm only I'm only gonna go with people that can really really rap. Jay, Beans. God, is this this shit is getting this is going get out of control. Now it's like it's becoming the fucking rock squeezy fest. Well, think just that because I just I just I just want to I just want to talk about the the caliber that was on this label, man. Jay, Beans, uh, Young Chris, uh, Petey Crack. Oh Freeway, Cam, Kanye, and I, th- and then like you can, I'm not even gonna get into because like MOP was on that fucking label. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you're talking about MOP. You ain't really talking. That's, that's I agree. Like, that's why I'm not bringing them into it. But that's seven heavy hitters. Yeah, but now when we talking about like, okay, so you got two different lanes there for those hitters, right? You sure. got Cats that, that are like successful in that, that you got the cast in those within those within those um those veins who are actually who can actually spit like there's no disputing like you're not gonna dis- you're not gonna find anyone I should hope we're not gonna find anyone that can dispute that Jim Jones well, not Jim Jones that uh Jules Santana was a spitter like Jules had it boy. like he he could he tear some shit apart yeah I agree I I, I, Jew, I was, yeah I would put him in there too I yeah would, so, so let's give him eight you got this guy right here <laughs> 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 I, I would say. Can we think of any fucking crew that was excess, as that we not? I'm, I cannot. I cannot. Being honest, I cannot say off the top of my mind that we that I could think of any crew that large in numbers that was also that successful. You know what I'm saying? That had that that had that kind of fucking crossover appeal. But can we? Can, is there? If if you guys had to like push for it, who could you think of? What crews could you think of? I really can't think of any that were close to that. That that not I mean because you got to talk about not only having like the talent and standalone artists, you know what I'm saying, but also having that level of success that the Rock had. Right. Like, I, I, like in terms of numbers, that's the problem, right? Like, because like yeah. I can look at like Cash Money, and I can be like, well, fuck Wayne, Nicki, and fucking Drake. And I'm talking about for no, I'm talking about from that time frame. Right, time. right, right. But but I mean, but even even Cash Money, it's only those three. Right. You know, like that's it. I mean, they have other artists, but you know, it's and what really... other what other big labels were out at that time, like at that time. Like, yeah, like Bad Boy was out, but ba- exactly. and Bad Boy was like huge. I think Bad Boy was arguably one of the hugest, but they didn't have the number of artists. They they had a bunch of artists, but they didn't have a bunch of successful artists. Like Puff did this thing. He had like a. Actually, I mean, like Bad Boy at that time was kind of dead. Right. Were they dying at that time? Yeah, I like they... I mean, because the locks had left by then, so like Rough Riders was kind of. Like a contender, but I mean, all you had from the locks was—I mean, from Rough Riders was really the locks. 
But that Rough Riders, nah, you, you can do Rough Riders, but you but Rough Riders didn't have I don't I don't think Rough Riders had that same level of success, that stature that the Rock. Yeah, because just it was just X and Eve that sold records. Yeah, you can't. I mean, I don't know. You had X, you had Eve, you had you had um, the Locks, and then the, the Lex, the Locks never sold records like that, though. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you crash. I was gonna say they, they didn't have a level of success. Right. Like motherfuckers love Dragon for some reason. I, I don't fucking know why. Like I, I don't. Run, yeah. I'm just kidding. Dragon's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I think it would be hard pressed. Now we could. Now we could find some crews from back in the day around that era, like just some straight. Hip hop crews that would tear their ass apart, but not on the same level. Not like um, commercially successful, like yeah, that. yeah, uh, certainly not commercially. I mean, yeah. I, I, like, I, only other like maybe I, I could you could put Death Row in that category. I like, think they, they were done by that point. They, you know yes, I mean? they were definitely done yeah. by that point. But what, at what their, time? What year? What time frame are we talking about? Let's 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 uh, lay some ground. Rockefeller, like at, at, at Rockefeller, as like the Rock, is like pretty much ninety nine to oh three. All right, let's say largest. Actually, uh, it might even be like 2000 to 03. Okay. It might be like a three year run. Hip hop. Cruise. So like Death Row was like. Um, um, so you said we said 2003, we're saying? What are we saying? 99 I'm saying I'm saying 2000 to 2003. All right. 2000. Yeah, early, Death Row was like early two thousand. Ninety two to ninety. When did Pac die? Six. Yeah, I put ninety two to ninety seven is what I'd written down here for Death. Okay. Row. But but even Death Row, I mean, it's really it was really Snoop, Dre, Pac. Well, I can't put Dre in there because Dre's no. not like a a rapper. But he had some. He commercially he. Had oh, definitely, some, so, definitely yeah. huge commercial success. Oh no, but you I'm know, I think as far as people that could rap, yeah, you had. Right. Tupac, you had uh, Snoop. Snoop. The you Dog had Pound. Corrupt, well, just Corrupt, really. Yeah, okay, Corrupt. Um, and there's a lot of little guys, like the DOC was okay. Well, I mean, DOC is nice, but like by that point, his voice was all <laughs> right. fucking yes, so. uh, Who else um, am I missing? Sam Sneed, just kidding. <laughs> um, DJ Quick, oh, yeah. he's not really a rapper. Yeah, no, no, no. So it was really those three. It was really Pac, Corrupt, and Snoop. What artists did what what artists what crews did we have out during that time like real shit like that that West that, that shit don't count bro. in in that ninety nine to 03? yeah yeah uh, commercially that's where I was I fell off commercially yeah I don't I don't know um like fabulous was big at that time but it was just him well, yeah, hey, hey, let, let me let me let me throw this what out. About? Let me throw this out. Let me throw this out because I tell you who wasn't getting. I tell you what, Cruz was out around town. Wasn't getting no motherfucking respect. Uh, in the south, we had a, we had a little thing called Dungeon Family, dog, and they was um, yeah. a, a, a mighty strong uh, crew of fucking MCs. Absolutely, dog. but I, I absolutely absolutely. But by that time, I mean like '98 is when what Equimini came out. Ninety eight when the Dungeon Family's like biggest times was from two thousand, two thousand nine. They was killing shit. No. Yes, sir. Honestly, yes. I don't even know who else they had other than Outcast. Hey y'all is fucking rocking in two thousand you know, in that era. Right. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then what yeah, that was like speaker box, right? And then uh Yeah, the that shit is not that shit is not even their best. Speaker box was two thousand and three. Speaker box was a dope album, actually. It's Jones. fine. 
but it's not. It's, it's, <laughs> you see, see how the bias works here, dude. No, like, are you, are you I agree say with this Bobby, speech? though. It's not their best. Shit. Yeah, it's not like AT Aliens, right? Oh, or even God. like uh, what was? Whoa, 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 wait. Brave. Do you think that Speaker Box and Heya is or the Love Below? First of all, I would say that that album, that Speaker Box album, that that double just album, that disc, that that this that that double album itself, I like actually. Better than AT Aliens. Get the You're fuck crazy, out of here. Podcast is over. I quit. AT Aliens is one of my top ten favorite albums. Fuck yes, dude. You, all right, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because uh, for me, Speaker Box, uh, Speaker Box, and the Love was Love Below. Whatever the fuck. Speaker yeah. Box isn't even their favorite album. No, no. Speaker Box was Big Boys, and Love Below was Correct. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Speaker Box and Love Below, those were concept albums. Whereas you had ATLs. And my, my problem with ATLs, and, and I've had this argument with many a Atlantic cat, right? My problem with ATLs is, now don't get me wrong, there was some joints on that I love on, on the album. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it wasn't a good album. I'm going to say it was a great album. I'm just saying there was a serious issue with like completing thoughts or tracking, tracing their thoughts. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, it just felt like we came in there and we just rhymed it. And wherever, like, like it's like the whole thing was just freestyle. You know what I'm saying? And I can't tell, like, are we sticking to the song? Know, like, I don't know, AT, buddy. AT Aliens, honestly, for me, could you could say for me that that was the beginning of me going into some underground hip hop or like some what I call like conscious rap to me. Look, like they they were t- doing d- totally different shit than like everything else I was listening to at the time. They like, weren't. Think, they were necessarily. They weren't necessarily conscious though. They were just. No, that but was I just, mean, it just opened the door. Shit. It opened the door for me to be like, oh, dude, I don't have to fucking listen to gangster rap. You I, May I, Die was the intro, which was fire. It was short, but that lady singing and that fucking piano. No, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Before you, before you start running down the fucking archive. I'm not saying the album wasn't good. It's still one of my favorite albums. I'm no, just, I'm not. I'm, but I'm not arguing whether or not it's good. I'm arguing whether or not it's possibly their best. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't say well, their that. Their first I album was fucking dope too, though. Their first album, their second album, their third album, their fourth album is when they started to fall off, and that was the one before the fucking one that fucking Brave is talking about with fucking Dracula's wedding on it. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. But two dope boys in a Cadillac, Dude, fire. Yep. At Aliens, fire. Wheels of Steel, fire. Jazzy Bell, fire. Elevators. Fire. The whole fucking album is good. I'm not saying No, that I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's almost damn near perfect. Yeah, I, I cannot agree with that, I, dude. Can, I cannot agree. Now, son- sonically, possibly, but when I'm talking about, like, for me, when I'm talking about, like, lyrics, and I'm not, I'm not saying the lyrics were bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that either. I'm saying just having a concise, like, okay, the song is about this. We're rapping about this. I think you know the whole saying? album is a concept album about how... They felt like at the time, being from Atlanta and hip hop was like being a fucking alien. Right, right, yeah. So you don't got to explain that to me. You're from here. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying, as a hardcore, as a hardcore out the cast, as a hardcore outcast fan, I've, like I said, I've had this argument with many cats. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm not saying it's not a hundred times better than any fucking thing that was out at the time. I'm not saying no, that. I'm, I'm saying it's a like hundred times better than Speaker Box. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I, I felt like I, I could see, I could see where they, I could see where from. Because this this is all this has always been my thing with Outkast. No matter how much I love him, even Andre being my my one of my favorite MCs, 
one gotcha. of like my my top top favorite like he's my favorite MC to the point where I don't have to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say, "Hey, what's your top five MCs?" Automatically, Andre is number one or somewhere in that number one area. You know what I'm saying? And what's, I mean, the, and, and what's the verse from Andre that everybody knows? Uh, which verse are you talking about? I'm talking about, in my opinion, it's it, Andre's most famous verse. Like, uh, hands down. You tell me. I got a call the other day that from the other way he's talking about hey man remember from school oh, no smokes. not really but he gets smiling like a clown facial expression looking silly and he kept asking me what type of car you drive I know you paid I know you got buku of hoes from all them songs y'all have made and I replied that I've been going through the same thing that he has true I have more fans than the average man but not enough loot to last me to the end of the week I live by the beat like you live check check, check. if you don't move your feet then I don't eat so we're like neck to neck like that I shit think that's, I don't think that's his best oh my okay. god it's like, like I'm, I'm just saying, okay, check me out, check me out, check me out, right? Okay, I don't, I don't know. My attachment to Outkast is Outkast. I guess my attachment to Outkast would be the equivalent of your attachment to whatever the, the, the group is for your area or just for your area. That we, we don't have shit. All we have is heroin. And okay. AIDS. Well, okay. for, me, it's, for me, it's it's Dre certainly and not your attachment to AIDS. <laughs> for for me, it's like the Chronic. Like in '93, the Chronic dropped, and that like was a huge deal. I think just for Los Angeles in general. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm just saying this. I'm just saying this. I'm simply saying this. the Wire. So we the have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can go. I can work with that. You know what I'm saying? That that that's the that's the group. That made Atlanta something as far as like absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it, my my attachment to them but, is but it, I, not only did it make Atlanta something, it made the South something. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. But the argument, <laughs> even that, the argument is still that you think Speakerbox and the Love Below is a better album than ATL. <laughs> because, because only because only because I can see the growth and the control. You see what I'm saying? I can see the growth and the control. Dude, Andre was out of control. That's a fact. On- but Love, love. <laughs> but he was him. He was himself. He said from the beginning. He he said from the beginning. I want I want to look like the music sounds. You know what I'm saying? The cat was fine himself. He's been on the path for a long. It's like when you look, look back to like when you go back to like ATLs, aliens, and he and he's rocking the turban and shit. He's trying he's trying to find himself there. I, I you know agree. But if, if 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 you look at how he looks during Love Below, that is how the music sounds. That's. Ah, you, you might may not favor like, like like Austin Powers. He looks like Austin Powers. I, yeah, but here's the deal: you may not favor, but that's where I, you, you I, talk look, about. I like me, that album. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. Okay. Let me say this. When you talk about when you talk about Andre three thousand as an MC, as a rapper, as a person that can fucking freestyle for forever and kill fucking eighty to ninety percent of anybody out there who you love, right? Right. That person began. From that person began, like we we can say commercially, that person began from Southern Playalistic, right? Right. But that person has grown all the way till, all the way till Speaker Box and you know the Love Below and beyond, obviously, right? So what I'm saying is he, he he by that point he had mastered his craft. He stepped. It's not it's not that he wasn't rapping on everything because he didn't have it or anything. It because he had gotten bored. He's so he was so fucking good. He had gotten bored with that shit. That's to me that's a statement, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree yeah, with all those things. You're just saying that that dude grew, but just when you doesn't make. I don't know. It you doesn't make you better than you were just because you Dude, if I eat like no, no, 10 cupcakes tonight, I'm going to grow by tomorrow morning. <laughs> but it's not going to make me better than I was today. 
talking about personal. We're talking about, first of all, uh, personal preference, one, right? Two, two. You're telling me, you're telling me that Andre 3000 of today would not eat the fucking shit out of Andre 3000 of fucking Southern Playlistic, no matter how raw he was. I'm not saying he wasn't raw. Oh, of Southern Playlistic? Uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't argue that. But I'm not, I'm not 100% sure that Andre 3000, and, and, and I'm not doubting it, but I can't say for sure because we haven't heard that motherfucker rap since Hollywood Divorce. That's like the last time I heard him rap. Ah, which is one of the illest. Hold on. You know what? Let me just go ahead and pull up the fucking Andre 3000 catalog. But like. Song versus the guy. I haven't heard him rap since Hollywood Divorce, which was a little Wayne record. And. He just put out an album. He's got another album right now, I think, with. Fuck. It's, really? Yeah. Uh, it's with some. I want to say it's with Snoop and somebody else. Jesus. If it's not with oh no yeah it's with uh, Devin the dude I don't know if you ever heard that dude yeah uh, yeah yeah so it's it's Andre three thousand Devin the dude and Snoop and it's just on some weed shit is what it sounds like to me. See, I'm not interested in that. You can't you can't judge it on whether you're interested. Well, I guess you could because I'm judging on, whether, on on my personal opinion. I guess you can. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I I, I mean I, I would listen to but it, but I'm only speaking I'm I'm only speaking on my personal opinion. Uh, it's my personal opinion, my personal preference. And and that's cool, man. But like Dracula's wedding is not fucking with extraterrestrial. Would that be the song to uh would that be the song to um balance out with that though? I don't know. I mean hey ya isn't fucking with elevators. Yeah, but it depends on what you like. You know what I'm saying? Because at, at this point he's not at, at, first of all, at, at the at the point of love below, he's not really interested in rapping like that. I I, I right. get that. I get that. But what I'm saying is that like, I, I mean, just just structurally, that album is all over the fucking place. Both of them. Big Boys is probably more all over the place than Andres. To be fair, Andres at least that. is kind of in its lane. But Speaker Box is all over the place. I'm gonna, I don't like either of those two albums. I mean, that, or that one whole album as a whole. Not that, I, yeah, I don't like it. Like, if you're trying to defend it, you're making it bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do like it. I do like it. But like, to me, there's, there's like, there's AT Aliens and Equimini. There's the rest of their catalog, and then there's that fucking thing. I'm sorry. I got, I got love for everything Outcast. I do too. Even even that one little that little um what was that what was the little little EP LP or whatever the, the movie, fuck the movie shit no 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 the joint he put out where he was like a like he was it was a, it was like a cartoon uh type album whatever he and he was like a, a music teacher and he played all these different instruments throughout the shit he had his little students and shit like that and he was teaching them music it, it was like it that that shit was dope to me too and anything he did I'm an Andre fan like I said top MC for me dude so anything he did he's a top MC for me too but it doesn't it, like Jay Z's a top MC for me but it but but what'd you say that's a dude that's some Baltimore shit um Dude, you know what's funny is watch The Wire. There's this one scene that really – because people have said that – like people from outside of this area have said that to me before. And I haven't really like picked up on it. But I watched The Wire and there's this one scene where Snoop in The Wire, like the lesbian chick. You know what I'm talking about? Me, I've, yeah. I've only seen a few episodes of the show. Oh, my God. I, mean, I know I'm missing out. I've tried to go – like I've never yeah, seen it are. until recently. I tried to go back and watch it and I was like, I think I just missed my window. Well, anyway, somebody was talking. There's this female character, Snoop. 
and somebody's talking to her about like some radio song like you didn't hear that on on such and such and she's like man i ain't with we, we are like our big urban music station here is is 92q right and she's like man i ain't with all that 92q shit <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah i forgot where the fuck i was going with but, like, right, i do i sorry. do came out no it's all good what, what was about? i do came out in what 2012 i do the fucking with, with young jeezy i do i do i do i do i do oh i don't know i don't know but like i don't know man it's just like there's like for me with outcast and I, i'm a i'm a i'm a andre fan i love i love the dude Okay, but there's a difference between AT Aliens and Equimini and the rest of their catalog. There is there is a clear difference. There is a clear difference. There is a clear difference. I, I will not I will not deny you that, sir. In terms of quality, negative. <laughs> <laughs> negative. <laughs> so I, we got we got to talking about Outcast because you just said Dungeon Family was a big. Yes, and it was. It, there, there was okay. So there was Outcast, uh, Andre, and Big Boy, both incredibly nice, um, pleasant guys to hang out with. <laughs> no, both, both very, very, very talented, skilled rappers. And then there was Goody Mob. All of them were fucking good. Some were better than others. Yeah, definitely. CeeLo is a fucking monster. CeeLo is. Uh, who's the dude that lost the leg? Uh, not Gip. Not uh, fuck. I don't know. Timo. I don't know. Fuck the, the, the last two don't matter because <laughs> no, the dude that lost a leg was nice too. And then, uh, nah, see, yeah, yeah, he was decent. And then, um, and then Gip was nice also. And then the other dude was kind of like just like you know good enough for the group in my yeah. opinion. And then uh, Witch Doctor was nice, and I don't know. They were, I mean, they there was a good group, but they 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 were done as a group by that era. They never, uh, yeah, they never really got to pop because once once um. Cause, uh, cause, Goody Mob could never get their footing, dude. After fucking Soul Food, they couldn't get their footing. And then once uh, CeeLo did his own thing and found success with that, oh, that was yeah, crazy. Is like crazy is one of those records, like uh, Fallen by Alicia Keys. It was just unavoidable. Oh, yeah. yeah. After that, fucking what was that? What was that album called? CeeLo did his first album, The Adventures of CeeLo, the Fantastic. Revolution. Oh yeah, with Freak. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking album was was on fire. Like after after he got after he found his his uh, individual success or his, his solo success, it was a wrap for them, bro. They couldn't. But that fucking still standing album is fucking incredible. Yeah, I like still standing. Who who heard um one monkey don't stop no show? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that. No, no. <laughs> but no. I, oh man, one monkey knows I know show gets but Dracula's wedding is all good. Oh my god, Dracula's <laughs> wedding. To our original point, though, I, I just I don't know. I think you'd be hard pressed to find anyone that was fucking with the rock level, level of success. Yeah, but that was but that was the thing though. Is that like like even if you could, right? Like let, let, like let's ask Jisk, okay? I think that Jisk is a good litmus test. Mm-hmm. Name rappers signed or affiliated with Rockefeller that you are aware of. I mean, now that's that that, or just at the just in general. Just in no, no, not definitely not now. Um, just in general, like when you think of Rockefeller records, I, I would think Jay Z. Okay. I would think 
Beanie Siegel and I would think Kanye are probably the three that I know. Okay. No other, no, no one else. I mean, all, all, before having conversations with you guys. Yes. No, no, yes. Not before. at all. So not Memphis Bleak. No, uh, I knew, I, I, I knew of the dude, but I would never have really, I would never have connected him to, to, uh, Rock you would never, co- you would never connect with him. Period. Okay, all right, fair enough. That, that's still three. Now name guys that were that were uh, in Nas's rap crew. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I couldn't. I mean, I. It, well, that, that, yeah. that, that, and that's not a Nas dig. That's just that's just my point. Dude, this it's, whole thing is a Nas. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, because the the whole conversation stemmed from you can't send Jungle after Cam. That's that's what the conversation stems from, and like Nas had guys that were rappers that were around him, but they never took off. They never, they, they 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 weren't. None of them were like, none of them were like. They didn't have any like special. Uh, none, none of them of, were special. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. They they didn't stand out. They, none of them none of them were standout artists. Cause you, you, you jungle jungle was cool. Cormega was cool. And before the beef. For bringing Cormega into this into the discussion, we can't have Cormega seen as a Nas underling. I'm just saying before the beef, before the beef. Yeah, but I understand that. But I, Cormega is like a Queens legend. Uh, yeah, uh, like listen, Nas raps about Cormega on "It Was Written." They're still tied, bro. I'm just saying they're still tied. You had and the only guys you really had to stand out. You got a as far as cats who were in Nas's circle. You got A Z. You got Junk. Eh, I can't even say Junk. You got A Z. You got Mega. And, and who and who else? Nature, Nature, and right. and who else? Uh, just I can't really think of. But none of those guys were like Nas's guys. Hell no. Except for Jungle. Jungle was Nas's guy. Okay. Because the only ones that was Braveheart was what? Jungle and who else? Who the fuck knows? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Right. I, I know. That's, what I'm, that's the same point I'm making is that like he didn't keep talented people around him. And the talented people that he did have around him, like they had, he had fallen out with. Like Cormega, Nature, and fucking AZ. Yeah. That's true enough. And as far as I know, like AZ don't hate him. They ain't got no, 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 no. But like, yeah. you know, the, the you know the theory is that AZ had a lot to do with Illmatic that didn't get credit credited for. The the truth is that AZ had a lot to do with Illmatic, right? Right. Didn't get credit for, but I know hey, sensitive about Nas. I didn't want to get too into it. No, no, it's it's not it's not it's not it's not my pocket, sir. It's not my pocket. <laughs> like so like you talk like like we talk about like AZ, AZ has some really. Dope projects, absolutely. I mean, "Do or Die" is a fucking classic, in my opinion. Fucking "Pieces of a Man" is is one of my favorites, but it's still not. It's still not. Uh, it's think, not anything it that. "Pieces of a Man" was that the second one? I think that was his second or. Or Sosa was his second one. Uh, I can't keep it straight. Up, man. "Pieces of a Man" second one. Okay. Yeah, "Pieces of a Man" was dope. My my thing with AZ, I couldn't get past the lisp. I could. Now has got a lisp. No, 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 no. AZ got a fucking list. When you sometimes we'll no coke and talk, talk no night. You know, you're like, nah, sir. <laughs> Save that shit. I'll tell you, you know what's funny is my wife loves, like, my wife does not, like, listen to, like, rap music, really. But she loves New York hip-hop, like, around the 95 year. Yeah. Like, she loves it. And, like, one of, like, her favorite rap songs is Mo Money, Mo Murder, Mo Homicide by uh, Nas and AZ. That where it opens up with that we could be bigger than the Jews, bigger than the Irish. You could be the next John D. Rockefeller. Were you listening to that a, a lot at that time? 
I mean, is that just um, I was, I was, I was. Um, but like, I've never really stopped listening to rap music. But like, it's just like that one little like my my wife loves like Broken Language by Smooth the Hustler. Like, it's so weird the shit that she does take to. <laughs> um. Uh, she loves L A L A. I think I told I think I talked about that on this podcast where she where she's uh, she'll still like. Like she wears pumas and like she'll still like put down like the baby and be like, put down my baby, slide off my sweet pumas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking up shit, right? And I come across this shit where Buster Rhymes is talking about um, Terror Squad was beefing with Rockefeller at a certain time frame. Yeah, because there was rumors about Pun breaking a bottle over Jay Z's head or some shit. See, that the deal with Terror Squad is that shit was never going to just, that shit would. Beefing, Terror Squad beefing with anybody was never going to just be like rap beef. Though. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. And 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 Fat Joe, like a lot of people didn't realize. I remember when Fat Joe was beefing with uh, G Unit, people were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what a joke, Fat Joe!" Shit. And I had to be like, "Look, dude, like you don't understand. This guy's like really, really respected. Like I used to stay out in Yonkers and and uh and uh, or yeah, yeah. Well, not really Yonkers. It's more like Mount Vernon mm-hmm. and um in in the Bronx and like let's say like outside the Bronx, but like. I was right there by Fordham Road before you fucking knew it. And, like, Fat Joe would walk the streets of fucking Fordham Road. Like, it's a shopping district, but, like, he would still, like, no bodyguard, no nothing, and, like, no problems. And everybody just gave him tons of love. It was, like, it was probably the closest thing I've ever seen to, like, a fucking, like, mob guy. Like, just walking into jewelry stores and everybody just coming up and, like, saying thank you for what you do and walking away. Yeah, that's cool. Who, who was it that said, talking back, talking back about, like, um, G Unit when he was beefing with Terror Squad. And uh, I can't remember if it was like the game or if it was Young Buck. One of them, somebody was like, beefing, you talking about beefing with Fat Joe physically? You're not going to win that. Like, he said that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause you, and and I, I always, that shit always like, that shit, I was always taken aback by that, right? Because you're talking about like 50 Cent. At the time, they're like, these like supposed to be the most hardest, coarse motherfuckers. But anybody who knows anything knows that like Terror Squad was some real shit. Like, yeah. Saying they, they can really end your shit. You know what I mean? That, that's that's some shit. That's, that's a statement to be made when somebody out your own crew is like, yeah, you're not, you're not going to. I mean, like, listening to, um, to, like, Drink Champs, like, some of the stuff that they talk about, like, I'm like, holy fuck, like, um, like, Fat Joe had some DJ, like, fucking tied up in a basement. <laughs> like, just crazy shit, you know? And I'm just like, like and, and Nor- Nori supposedly, like, uh, like, his record was leaked. Uh-huh. And he had some guy fucking. I heard this. Yeah, some DJ that. tied upside down in a basement. <laughs> no, no, no. They had, they had him hanging. They, they, they fucking shook Night the Cat. They had him hanging up upside down off a balcony or something. Yeah, shit. it was something crazy. And he was like, and he called, like, I, I forget who it was, like DJ Envy or somebody. Yeah. And was yeah. like, it was like, hey, before, b- before anything happens here, because I got this guy hung upside down. Like, that's yeah. fucking. <laughs> that dude was sly for real, dude. I, I love them fucking cats from back. I, I love that era of music, dog. I, 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 but I, bringing it back to what we were talking about, yeah. earlier, is, well, it, is it unfair? Is it unfair to to act like our shit is any better or any different from these kids and what they and what they're doing with this? No, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, like, look, like, look, look, look. Who are the nicest rappers out right now? And wait, I'm wait. not talking about talking about like the ones our kids listen to, like well, not my kids, but like I, I couldn't think. They're one of the bravest kids, but I, I would not. I could not tell you. 
I cannot tell you. I, I would not use I, the I, words. I, I can tell you. Fuckers, I can dog. tell you. It's three. Go. It's Drake. Nah, but I don't think Drake. I don't think Drake goes into that. I don't think. Yeah, Drake, I, what, what, I don't think he goes into that, that category. Nah, either. I don't think he goes into that. We're talking mumble rappers, dude. No, but no, but I'm saying as far as nice rappers out right now. You talking about right now? Period. Yes. Oh, there's a lot. No, there's <laughs> not. Lot. Yes, there are. No, there's not. Yes, there are. I'm talking about nice rappers that are also successful. Nah, see, that's that's different because now these kids then let their idea of what's okay. You, when you're talking about success now in the eyes of these kids, if, if we're going to be fair, we got to do it from that perspective. It's totally different. Yeah, but like I, I don't give a fuck what their pers- perspective is. They're not going to tell me the future is nice. No, I, I, I agree with you there. But well, how, how about this? No, how, how about this? My kids don't rock with future because he's old. That's, <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. That shit is insane. I, there was a time when I remember that when he was like, at the same damn time, my kids was all into that shit. And then next, no, they're not anymore. He's old. He's 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 my generation. I'm like, no, he's that's not my generation. Hell no, don't put that shit. Yeah. On. <laughs> I'm telling you, these these current motherfuckers, dog, are only as good as their YouTube and Instagram hits, bro. But look. That's it, just, it makes no sense to me. Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick. None of those motherfuckers, none of those motherfuckers do my kids care about. With the, with the exception, with the exception of maybe Drake. And I'll say my oldest because he, he loves OVO. Anything OVO does is, is, is awesome. But he doesn't, when he's, when he's turning his music on, he's listening to music. Drake ain't, that ain't, that ain't what he's playing. I hear you, but I'm saying like uh, th- those are three relevant rappers in today's market that are commercially successful and also talented okay what about it though i'm saying that's it nah i'm sorry you said, you said wait give me give me this again drake j cole kendrick <sighs> nice and commercially successful because that was the brilliant thing. That was one thing I will give the early 2000s. There was a plethora of nice and commercially successful rappers. Yep. See, I don't, I don't know enough about what's popping right now to, to speak on it intelligently. As far as, because I, I, don't, I don't listen to the radio like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not keeping up with this stuff. I, I, I don't either, but I, I, know, I know a little bit. We know that those guys are hot because, well, okay, we know that those guys are hot because those are the ones that come before our eyes, like our YouTubes, our radios, our MTVs, our TVs, our movies. You know, so that the media that we still subscribe to, that we still pick up on. Right. So we know that comes before our eyes. But these kids, man, they're listening to shit that we have no idea about. And they're and and trust me, there are some of these these some of these young motherfuckers, right? Are doing well they may not be on a on a drake level because i i really i really nobody has ever been on a drake level yeah i really feel like drake is not not business not business wise but as far as it's like music i think that drake is on uh, is the jay-z of this time i agree yeah beyond you know what i'm saying but he he, like nobody has reached the commercial success that drake has reached you are exactly correct so we, they, they, they do have their, they have their successes. It's just, uh, they, they have their successful artists in this time frame. But the question is, do those, are those successful artists being paid like true attention and dedication by the kids at this time? Because mm-hmm. at, at, during your time frame, like we hear your passion for Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? We hear your passion for The Rock. And you had that same passion 
during your youth at the same age, maybe of, of my oldest sons. You know what I'm saying? Listening to their music, but their attention does not fall on like a Drake or a, or a Kanye. They, they love them. Don't get me wrong. But well, see, he, you, you know who I think is the real uns, is like the real kind of shame, even though he's very successful and very respected and all that is like I feel like if I I feel like J. Cole is the one to dissect. Like I feel that, like it's his pen game. He's talking about getting out, though. I, I don't blame him. Yeah, he's because he's not uh, to, to me, Jay-Z, uh, not Jay-Z. I'm sorry. Jake, I want I, I've always thought that it was Kendrick, but J. Cole is the Nas of this time, in my opinion, except mm-hmm. with. Uh, yeah, yeah, I go with that. Yeah, I was going to say with Seth, with I would not quite success, but I, I will say that he he doesn't have like he doesn't have an attachment to staying in this shit. You know what I'm saying? And and let me not let me not forget about um uh oh shit my Lupe Fiasco who puts out shit when he wants to, and 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 Bob who puts out shit when these guys are huge. They put out shit when they want to. And I don't know if they're considered in this generation or not. I don't really don't yeah, know. I don't know. B.O.B. is the airplanes guy, right? Yeah, that, that guy is... Fu- I mean, B.O.B. is like the fucking... Is, is huge. He's a southern megastar. And I, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dude. All I know like, is... Go ahead. Like, there's like, I, I feel like that's another thing. Is like, like, uh, like, who, like the, who are like the boogeymen of this era? Cats everybody scared of? Yeah, Gucci. Them sh- oh yeah, every- Gucci's on everybody's fucking boogeyman list. Like nobody wants to fuck with that dude. I, I-, I say, and it-, it seems like um, they would have you believe that the game is, but I- somehow I don't believe that. Yeah, me neither. But and Gucci, is there anybody else? There's some yeah, some of these little young Chirac Savage motherfuckers. Bobby Schmurder. Yeah. Bobby Schmurder. I don't think Bobby Schmurder is a uh, no. Hey, who's the guy? Who's the guy that fucking um, academics is always talking about? Let me. I, find I don't know. You're the academics guy. Right. I mean, let me find this guy. This shit is crazy. It's this one Chirac Savage <laughs> academics calls him the uh, the, uh, the the son of Satan himself. This dude is crazy. And all I know is like he was he was beefing with, oh he was beefing with motherfuckers and and oh, some motherfuckers beefing with his crew. What, what's some guys called? My, my son, I love this guy. Who's that dude that Charlemagne talks about? Twenty One Savage. Yeah. Yeah, twenty one seconds. <laughs> what did he say? Like a fucker without a condom, then feed her a plan B. Make her eat her plan B. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Migos, Migos. Kids love the fucking Migos. The Is that a group? Yeah, it's a group. These two cats. The kids fucking love the Migos. Migos is the biggest shit since I don't fucking know when, right? You know what I'm saying? Kids love these motherfuckers, right? And, and apparently the Migos had some kind of beef with this cat out of Chirac. He's some Chirac savage. This motherfucker sent one message. That shit stopped. They shut the fuck up. Yo, this, I gotta find this Wait, guy. what happened? I'm, I'm trying to he find said, it right now. If I got it correctly, you said the Migos was, had beef with some dude out of Chicago. That yeah. Chicago it, dude sent him a message and they, they ended their own beef. Some, some Twitter shit like that shit dead it. Like they wasn't fucking with this dude. Like it's these some and some of these little motherfuckers nowadays, dog, is is not to be fucking played with. I will have to give him that. Let me see if I can find this guy. Do we want to address the uh the, the because we're coming up on some time. Yeah, we can way past what I'm fucking sucking now. Do we want to address the Meek Mill interview at all? Uh, if y'all want to cover it lightly, we can. What 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 yeah. did, what what did you get out of it? Or just do you have any thoughts on it? Yeah. So I, so okay, basically, just listening to it, I, I I skipped around. I listened to like thirty minutes, and I skipped to try and just find like the meat of it all. But like, so here's the couple of things. There that, ain't no fucking meat in that shit. You got that, <laughs> that bothered me about Meek. So in the beginning, he was talking about like 
look, when I make these songs, like every song is, you know, you got to aim for the heart. It has to destroy somebody, which is kind of how, but then he had this thing when they were finally talking about like the beef and stuff like that. And he was like, I don't have time to make raps. <laughs> About no jokers is what he said. He's like, I'm not a, I'm yeah, not a battle rapper. That shit is funny now, though. Yeah. Every time you guys say joke, I'm looking for Jared Leto and shit. Like, <laughs> he's all, I'm not a battle rapper. And then to me, but I was just like, so first of all, your very first thing was coming out talking about how your raps had to be fire, that they had to, I know that he wasn't talking about they had to diss somebody to the heart, but they had to be that tough. And then you're you're telling me you're not a battle rapper, and I was just like, man, that's like, that's but kind of it's kind of your job, dude. If you're gonna be a rapper, you kind of have to have it all. But then he also said that he came up battle rapping. See that I didn't I, I didn't hear I I must say he was like, he was like yeah he said that he said that he came up in the battles battle rapping because he said he's but he's not a battle rapper. But see, I don't think I don't think here's, here's my well, no, I don't want to cut into it too far because I, I got some go go ahead go ahead uh, just. Well, so, so that to me, the dude to me just said a lot of stuff and then later on talked himself in a circle. Um, well, another thing I thought that was interesting is that he had made something, they, when they started talking about the whole Nicki Minaj thing, he's like, well, am I supposed to be, I'm supposed to feel bad that my girl is, you know, doing stuff. Right, right, right. You know, and, and the answer to that is no, but the hip-hop answer to that is yes. <laughs> right, right, right. right, right, right. Especially when you're messing with the dudes that you're messing with. You know what I mean? Like, that's just kind of... So, I look at that dude as just kind of like, you pop into this world with these dudes, and then you pop out when it's convenient for you to say, like, well, I don't run that way. That's not the way I do business. Well, I think it, like, it, it definitely made that game line of, you know, you, you, you wanted to battle Drake, and that, you know, and now you don't... Now you don't rap. You end up. I, I want to fight you, and now you don't scrap. Or whatever it was, like it definitely made that ring true to me when I listened to that interview. And then, like, he's also like he's sensitive, man. He's very sensitive. Like when he's oh talking my about God, deleting sensitive. his fucking Instagram account, yeah, all that shit. Like I was like, eesh, yikes. Well, he deleted the account, or he just disabled the comments. He disabled he the comments and then he deleted the account. Yeah, he's out. He's out. He's out. Yo, that let me let me throw another name on that boogeyman list, yo. Them AR apps catch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they cat, they just got involved in that meek shit recently. Yeah, that that shit. And I, and I think that's a real reason why homeboy is like, yo, I don't want no parts of this shit because you're talking about like, when, yeah, when, when when beans was in it, and we all had the feels like, you know, beans is in something's gonna get done. But I feel like ain't nothing gonna get done from no beans side of the table. He got motherfuckers. He got a duck. But the AR apps kids. Huh? He left Philly too. Like he even said, he's like, "Well, the city had no love for me." And then he just completely. So now that dude's just living in L.A. Well, he also said, like, I, that is one thing. Like he said, like he did make Bean seem shady as fuck. Everybody's made Bean seem shady Agreed. as fuck. I, that makes me feel like Beans is just shady as fuck. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's made Beans just. It, from that fuck from that first interview he did with Tax Stone, I was like, nah, this guy, I don't know what this guy is. I don't uh uh-uh, that's not the beans I know. Dude, when Meek said that he didn't even have any plans for the diss, that they called him mm-hmm. and told him to come to the studio and O'Malley had one verse on there and Beans had two he said it Beans had three lines on there and he took one off. 
so yeah, like that's what that, he said he was like I was that's why yeah. I'm on the third verse or something like that. Yep, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. shit wasn't even supposed to be Meek's record. I feel like that that may have been some underhanded shit on the other two guys' part. Yeah. Again, trying to bubble. They're trying to bubble. Exactly. Trying to get some and pop. let me ask you too. I mean, you know, he did make the claim too that like it was all a ploy to promote Game's album. I mean, what's the possibility for you guys thinking I that Game called Beans and says, "Hey, look, help me promote nah, this I don't album." Nah, I don't you don't that. think it's on that level? That I don't think so because okay. could be only because of the way the game has kind of embarrassed Beans. Yeah, I don't believe okay. that. Yeah. All right. But I, I will say, like, like we said last time we covered this, I don't believe that shit. And, and when, and when, I don't believe that shit from game side. It's something so serious that he's all into it. Like, I don't believe that shit. And when, and when, and he, hearing this interview and hearing him talk about it and hearing me, because certain things that me say, it's it hard it is as it is to follow because the shit doesn't the thoughts don't get completed. But right, right, right. <laughs> hearing him say things like, "Okay, I know when this shit happened. I know." when this shit went down and and we talked on the phone back then back back then and now months later you know when your album's getting ready to pop now all of a sudden it's like you all up on the fucking tweetograms and shit calling me this that and the third yeah that that sounds real to me you know what i'm saying that sounds like that sounds like some logical shit you know what i mean that this guy is trying to promote his shit and this is why he's doing the whatever the case. That's why that's why he's doing whatever he's doing. And I I just I don't know, man. It, it really hearing him speak on it from his perspective made me not so much root for him, but look at him a bit differently. Cause I felt like he was becoming a punching bag. I feel like he kind of is a punching bag, but I feel like he's a punching bag because he's not in the driver's seat. Yeah, but he's also a punching bag because the Drake shit. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. Like you got dissed by Drake and didn't respond. And then no, 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 no. He he dissed Drake. Yeah, because he's not writing this shit. No, uh, that's not why he dissed him. What are you talking about? He dissed Drake because Drake didn't. Because oh, the fucking me. Because <laughs> Drake didn't tweet about his album. And, and he's, what are you supposed to get? Like what are you supposed to like? Look, Drake, Drake and Meek did a record together. Yeah. Meek's album dropped. Drake didn't tweet about it. Like the very next week, Drake tweeted about somebody else's album drop that he also did a song with. And then Meek felt like, well, why the fuck can you tweet about them but you can't tweet about me? Yeah, and that's, that's where I, that shit started. That's I thought like it was the sign also, of the times right there. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, man, I also thought it was a deal where they were supposed to have like been performing together or something like that and Cat didn't show up or that Cat didn't show out for him or whatever the case is. Oh yeah, he didn't come to a show. Yeah. It was, See, I don't even think he was supposed to perform. But but consider, consider this though. there as an attendee. Consider, consider this though. Isn't that the shit that Cats would be beefing about though? God, I don't know man. Like, like dude, like what if like, like I don't know. Like, like what if what if uh, uh, TFCon decided to do a show in Baltimore next year, right? And they were like, and Bobby, we want you to to speak about branding or we want you to perform Solid Unit live <laughs> and you didn't show up, Brave? I'm going to make one joke about it on Nerd Rage and that's it. I disagree, sir. I might make one joke about it on Nerd Rage for a few weeks. 
but I'm not gonna be like I'm not I'm not gonna get angry at you. <laughs> well, but see, well, we're talking we're talking uh, along uh, sensible lines in 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 the in the world of reality. These guys are on some. I, I, it's my personal opinion that all of these guys who like spend so much time making these tough images and pushing these tough images are all very just just overly sensitive, hypersensitive like uber sensitive individuals you know what i'm saying because the smallest shit I, I cannot see a bunch of dudes sitting around talking about like yo i called this dude on three-way and this dude said and that has the other dude right. that, like, was on the phone i just i cannot fathom that i mean i don't know if it's just wh- how i grew up the way i think where i'm from i don't know I, but I gather that there's no one on this on this particular show right now that can that can fucking align themselves with that frame of thinking. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't get that, bro. I don't get that shit at all. So I, a, lot of, a lot of sensitive motherfuckers, man. So Meek dissed Drake. I forget the name of the song. And then Drake came back and did that. What was it? One two some shit. Back to back. Back to back. Yeah. And. Like wasn't on any tough guy shit, but as far as the people were concerned, killed Meek, killed him, and I don't think Meek has ever recovered from that. Right, because there was no response from him after that. He just no response from him after that. I would say this. I'm gonna just say this. All of that shit, the tweets and all of that shit, to me personally. Like, oh, he didn't show up to my show now, I'm mad, and all of that shit. I'm going to say this, the realest shit that I think Beans said, out of all of the sideways, shady-ass shit that he said, I think the realest shit that he said, even though he was speculating, is that that man looked his chick in the eye <laughs> and asked her, you know what I'm saying, did you fuck that cat? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And she didn't give him the response that he, <laughs> he wanted. wanted. <laughs> and since that point, he was fucking hot. You know, because right. imagine you fucking rocking with a dude, y'all doing shows and performing together, and all this bullshit, or whatever the case is, and that dude fucked your chick. Nah, it's Jay Z. Jay Z, nah. You know what I'm saying? That dude fucked your. You got this feeling. This dude fucked your chick. You know, and everybody wants to fuck your chick. You know what I'm saying? You got the feel, and you know that the way that you came about having a relationship with this chick is possibly on some underhanded shit. You know the whole deal with the. Yeah, that whole safari deal. You know what I'm saying? So this guy, and nothing against the meat guy, because I think out of everybody involved, I think I, I think I, I have more um, empathy for me. You know what I'm saying? I was the, the bit of empathy that I have in this whole fucking shit. I definitely I, have more more sympathy for me. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Fine, but I, I feel like he's so insecure concerning that motherfucking. I think he's insecure. Period. But the, I think he's so overly insecure concerning the situation with uh, Nicki Minaj coming off of getting knocked off, possibly by uh, by Drake. So when Drake wasn't tweeting this shit and and Drake didn't show up to the show and all that shit, you getting fucking top hatted by the motherfucker that fucked your chick. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do something, right? I just I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's I think all of this shit is is a bunch of sensitive motherfuckers, dog. I um, think it's a bunch of sensitive motherfuckers. Yeah, but and then, and then like you know even like the little dismissive shit from Button. You know what I mean? Like, like you know like you're Meek Mill and this is Joe Button and Joe Button has like a cult following, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have anywhere near the amount of success that Meek yeah. Mill has right now. And to, for me, to, for Joe to just be like, 
uh, to the fans, I understand. I'm confused with you, and no, no alliances with Meek is still fuck him fuck, too. Yeah, and then just move right the fuck on. Yeah, he's a little you know one I mean? like, Yeah. And then, and then for that, and then the fucking uh, game shit, and then game again in his ass, and then fucking beans in his ass, and then like, like it's just like holy shit, this dude's just getting it from all angles. But I don't, I don't think he want to be involved with all that shit. I think, I think his pride. I think he definitely doesn't want to be involved with it now. I don't, I don't think he wanted to be involved with it from the beginning. I think that bruh had a problem. I think that bruh had a problem. I think he had a problem with uh, with Drake. I think, that's, I think out of all of these joints, I think that's the legitimate problem. That's the legitimate beef that he had was with with Drake. That's the only, I think out of all that shit, I think it's the only real shit, and it ain't even no real rap beef. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a fucking personal. Yeah, that's a personal. We work together. Basically, we work in the same building, and you fucked my chick. You know what I'm saying? After you, after he stole the chick from this other dude, who's probably sitting back laughing at this whole shit, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, Speaking I, of him sitting back and laughing, any thoughts on that disc record of his? I didn't even hear it. Yeah, wouldn't I bother either. myself. Mm. Wouldn't bother myself with it, bro. Wouldn't bother myself with it at all. It's Fuck interesting. It. I mean, he goes to everybody. Um, Is it good though? Um, it's not for me. I don't think it's for anybody. But lyrically. It's not. It's it's a pretty well crafted record. Really? Yeah, two birds, one stone, or whatever. I mean, he goes in on Pusher, uh, Meek, uh, Jay Z. Uh, These guys is just they're, they're just they're rinse they're they're what is it what is it wash rinse and repeating everybody's trying to get everybody's trying to get bubble off this you know you know this, this, this but this beat, is not this is not a guy who needs bubble. Uh, maybe not, but you know what? Safari, Drake, huh? Drake, talking about Drake? Did this, did this song? Yes. Wait, what? Are you talking about Safari? Yeah, I no. thought you were talking about Safari too. No, Drake. When did this drop? Well, yeah, yeah, like uh, last week or week before. It's called Two Birds, One Stone. Yeah, here, he, this is Kid Cudi on it, also. Ah, like uh, now I have box. seen. I have seen a little shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I heard DJ Academics talking about that shit. I heard it was, I guess it was, it was supposed to be a cool song, but it ain't really. I, I might have listened to it myself. I, I, I'm, I'm not interested in listening to it. I'll it's not, it, the, the beat is, the, like, that's my problem with Drake. It's even back to back. Like, the beat just doesn't go for me. Like, because he's trying to get commercial sets. He, he's not just putting out a diss track. He's going to do commercial Kanye West beat, too. Yeah, he's going to do the commercial shit. Like, Which one? There's two birds, one stone. It's produced oh, by, is it? Yeah, produced by Kanye West and Noah Forty Shabib. Wait, wait. This this is the one that, that uh, <laughs> academics was saying. This is what academics was saying that Kanye helped him write. This is so kind of like uh, there's there's so kind of like uproar whether or not Kanye helped him write this shit. Yeah, I don't so know. So it says Kanye is listed as a producer. What exactly did he contribute to the song? And forty, forty Shabib says me and Kanye produced the track. I made it uh, from some drums he had given me. Not quite the elaborate story the world is looking for. Hmm. Yo, when fucking Meek is, these cats is in the car driving, bro, and he's asking, he's talking, there's so many, like, points where he, like, he dips in, and then he backs right back out. You know what I'm saying? He'll say something, then he'll back right back out. Like, like kind of like what Justin's saying about, like, saying he grew up battle rapping. Right, right, right. I, I totally agree right. with that. I'm going to bring up the lyrics to this fucking two birds. While I got it right here. Actually, and now I know it's because this is the one where they were, like everybody's mad at Drake because they're making fun of this dude having some kind of mental issue. 
Yeah, uh, kid. Cuddy. Cuddy kid, kid, nah, he got, he got like, nah, he got like addictions. Or yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it was. And depression. Real. It's like a whole slew of right, shit. Right, and everybody's like, Drake, Drake took it too far. But whatever, man. <laughs> no, please, please don't read no more fucking lyrics. These guys is fucking. I, I'm just not feeling this. I'm not feeling these guys. I'm not feeling them. I'm not. I'm not feeling this. This this fake contrived ass beef, dog. It's not. It's not. It's not real. It, it feels like there's like a, a piece of meat in the middle of the floor, and all of these like motherfuckers are, are going at it, trying to get something out of it. You know what I'm saying? Except, except for me. I think. I think Meek is actually the beef on the floor. I don't know, but he's the only one who really don't want no parts of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Drake don't fucking need it. It's it's just I don't know, man. I don't I don't like it. It's a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I'll tell you this like this Drake record, and who knows who fucking wrote this shit, right? But it's somebody that knows their way around a fucking notebook. I mean, Drake is not it's not like Drake can't spit. I agree. Like, I agree. He didn't that, but he he ain't writing no more. I don't I don't think he's writing anymore. What do you guys think? I don't think he's writing anymore. Here's the here's the Joe Button jab. They all look at me like, "What have you done for me lately?" I like your older shit, but wasn't in love with the latest. All oh, baby, stop debating. I'm just creative. My numbers out of this world. No wonder they got me feeling so alienated. You were the man on the moon. Now you're just now you just go through your phases. Life of the angry and famous. Rap like I know I'm the greatest. Then I give you tropical flavors. Still never been on hiatus. You stay uh, zanned up and perked up. So when reality set in, you don't got to face it. Yeah, that's, that, this is that shit that, uh, nah, this is that shit that uh, academics was, was talking about. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not that's, feeling a, it. that's a tough fucking bar, man. Yeah, but he's so fucking, he's so, does, does, he, does he call anyone's name out? At any no. Point? Yeah, see, no respect, no respect. You down two hundred in Vegas, <laughs> but winning life on the. Uh, I'm down two hundred in Vegas, but winning life on a daily basis. It seems like nobody wants to stay in my good graces. I'm like a real estate agent putting you all in your places. Look what happens soon as you talk to me, crazy. I'm sorry, sir. I'm just not. See, I don't give a shit about name drop. Like, like for me, like, uh, like you know, fucking long kiss goodnight is like a fucking crazy disc record, and he doesn't ever say a name in that. I just can't. I don't have no respect for any of this shit. I just don't. I just don't. It's just not because because everybody involved is so fucking suspect. I'm just looking at a bunch of suspect motherfuckers trying to call the next person suspect when all of you are suspect. Fuck yeah. it. Drake tweeted at him and said, I mean, uh, Kid Cudi tweeted at him and said, say it to my face, pussy. You think it's a game? I want to see you say it to my face. I'll be out soon. I promise. These guys, dude. And then and this this is the part, like from okay, so in Meek's interview, the the only things I could really I really could like get down with when he's like talking about like, you know, we can't we can't continue along the line of everybody wanna fucking kill everybody all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean I know we enjoy it. It's the fucking the gladiator thing, you know what I'm saying? We come to watch the for the blood, you know? Why we come to see the blood. But it's like it's just a bunch of bullshit. It's it's all Bullshit, and I, I hate to be so simplistic and just bring it down to that level, but it is such. I mean, what are they beefing over, dude? Can, can someone please tell me what are they even beefing over? Well, who? You take a circle of these motherfuckers. Take a take a whole circle of them because they all in the same pot. I mean, I feel like over? I feel like I, like look, I'm not a Drake fan, but I feel like Drake has some basis to to write this record. No, he does because everybody's going at him. Right. But I'm saying, what's the what's the what's the basis of for any of this beef, man? You go back. You go back to what we were talking about earlier with the Jay Z Nas beef. Them motherfuckers got legitimate fucking 
reasons. I I could say if fucking Safari came out with a fucking shit ill killer motherfucker ass fucking diss record for fucking Meek, and, and Meek came out with a fucking ill ass shit killer motherfucker diss record for Drake, I could rock with those two. You know what I'm saying? I could rock with the battle going back in the other direction. You know what I'm saying? I could I could rock with that because those motherfuckers got some legitimate real reasons to be beefing and it all circulates around Nicki Minaj. And isn't it crazy how like empires fall over women? You know what I'm saying? And yet this is just the same fucking thing again, right? Because at, at the end of the day, is that not where it's really all stemming from? Because the other shit is bullshit. Like the rest of that shit is fake, in my opinion. I mean right, did I lose you guys? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean I I'm 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 with you, but like to me, like I, I'm, I'm only interested in it from, from a, a craftsmanship point, you know, until it goes somewhere else. Like yeah, right. for me, you got to get my interest to be in it, and like it's just not legitimate. That I'm just not. I feel like it's a joke. I don't, I don't like. I don't like bullshit. This thing's just kind of. That's the thing for me. It's like it was interesting as shit in the beginning, and now it's just like, all right, I don't. Do it's like a fucking reality show, and yeah, I don't yeah. like. Reality shows, dude. Well, I don't it's like, like reality shows. Dude, it, these things happen. Like, it's like fucking in The Godfather, man, when the dude is like, these things happen every 10 years or so. It cleans out the bad blood. Like, yeah, but in The Godfather, they had some real shit they was worn over, though. Sometimes. He's, 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 I mean, at the same time, too, it's like, I mean, it's it's not any different than than I would say, you know, real life. You just argue with people, you say some shit, and then it just, yeah. it's, it's done. And especially more so for these guys, it's like, look, these some of these dudes are making fucking 80 grand a show. It's like, I don't really want to fuck that up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to say yeah. what I got to say, and then I'll be done. I'm not making the point that they should go and fight. I'm not saying it's bullshit because they're not fighting or shooting at each other. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the basis for which they are beefing is bullshit. I'm saying the way in which they are beefing is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Like, I, I don't want to see none of these guys fucking kill each other. And, and, I, and I, I firmly do not believe that any of these guys will get to any point of killing each other. Like, you know, it's, just, it's not happening. Like, we, right. we, know, we know how that goes. You know, it's entourage shit. You know what I mean? But I, I don't, I don't want to see these guys. I don't want to see anything like that, right? What I'm, what I'm saying is the basis for which the beef is built on is full of shit. It's not anything real. It's not even a real beef. It's not like it's not like there's 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 nothing really there. Like you go back to our and I guess it goes back to me being an old folk. You go back to our times or us being old folks, I would say you go back to our times. Motherfuckers was beefing because somebody got robbed. Somebody got shot. Somebody got jumped. Somebody's man and somebody else's crew got robbed, jumped, shot, that type of shit. Right? Yeah, but also we didn't have these instant means of communication then either. That's what I'm saying. This shit is bullshit. That's but we probably sense. would have had the same type of shit had those means been available. Uh, I think it would have been worse. I mean, think about like... Go, yeah, go for it. I was going to say, think about just in the 90s, like when real gangster shit was happening and you had the ability to instantly respond to somebody. Right. It would have been a yeah. heated way fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Can you imagine talking big on yeah. Twitter? Yeah, yeah, and it would have been real, right? It would have been real for real over some real shit happening over the the Stone Age tweeters, you know what I'm saying? About some real shit. I mean, you could even argue that the pocket big shit isn't some real shit. You know, ah, nah, both of them cats feel like that shit was some real shit. Of course, but you don't think that Meek and fucking Drake think it's some real shit within their world? Like, that's what I'm saying is like, like. Pac's biggest complaint is like he thinks Biggie had him set up because it's in his city. 
Like, and he's from New York, so he's got to realize how big that fucking city is. There's no one man that knows everything that goes down. It's, I don't you know, know, but there's, there's a lot of... It, we watch all them little different movies. Ah, uh, yeah. I, a lot I, of I can, to dude, that. I can give you a movie that makes you think that fucking aliens built Minnesota. Yeah, but you got a lot of motherfuckers that are tied to a lot. Of, and even if there wasn't, even if there wasn't, you still come down to someone got fucking shot. You know what I'm saying? Someone no, got no, shot. it obviously ended in a very real place. No, no, no I talk, I talk about the ending. I'm talking about the beginning. Someone got shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pop got shot in the balls. Motherfuckers got robbed in the motherfucking stairwell. All of this shit. You know what I mean? That's where the shit spurs from, right? Right. Whereas these guys are talking about... Let's, let's, let's just take the part where game, game comes in, right? And I like Game. No, no disrespect to the bro. You know what I mean? But let's just be for real. The dude pops up on Twitter or Instagram, wherever the fuck, saying, yo, police came to my house asking me if I got anything to do with something getting robbed or something like that to my house. Worry up, you a rat. If I see you in the street, it's on. I want them fades. Okay, I'm at my house. The police come to my door. Hey, uh, we um, want to ask you if you know anything about such and such. Uh, no, sir, I do not. All right, thank you very much. That's the end of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the end of it. think there's a i mean i I do think there's a fair amount of publicity in games that's uh, what i'm saying intentions but you know what like ultimately i don't care like it made for some good records (laughs) i'm being honest like 92 bars is a good record uh ooh remix is a good record i guess so ooh ooh the original is not a good record i'm gonna say the best thing to come out of this motherfucking beef is uh one hour podcast you know what I'm saying? Yep. And two, the fucking Joe Button song. You know, the, the first one. I'm going to go with the first one. The second one was all right. The first one was the second one was all right, but the first one was dope. That making a murderer, man, is still like... Yeah, that... I, I For for that, if if it was... If the only way we would have got that making the murderer is for all of this shit that transpired, I'm down. Worth. Let it happen. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, worth it, sir. And everything else after it, nah. And that's a lot of motherfuckers benefiting from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Taxstone is the shit right now because of this interview. Yeah, he's getting, I mean, Taxstone has been hitting every single, like, every single beat. Only person he hasn't got a hold of yet is Joe Button. Uh, and, and Drake. And, and, and him, and, him and Joe don't, don't get along, so that ain't happening. But I think, I think they put that shit behind them. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I don't want to see nobody fucking getting hurt. I just don't want to be having my time wasted. <laughs> Charlemagne does. <laughs> yeah, he just hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think okay. So let me ask you guys: worst thing to come out of this beef? What's the worst thing to come out of this beef for you guys? Uh, the kind of like like what, what's this has happened to Beans? Yeah, yeah. I have to say that just to see someone that I always regarded in such 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 high esteem to yeah. now like just man, like yo, that guy, man, he's that fucking that wash. Don't fuck with him. That sucks, man. Yeah. And not only that, just I mean, like, like just like the knockout thing, right? Like that could happen to anybody. Right. Do you know what I mean? It could happen to anybody. It could happen to Mike fucking Tyson. Yeah. But you just don't want to see it happen to Beans. <laughs> to Beans, bro. And, and not, not, and not even just that. Like all the interviews he done did. Like all, all this insight into this new Beans. I don't want it. Yeah, I, I know. Just give me the. <laughs> I want the mystery back. Yeah, bro. It's like it's like it's like AIDS, bro. I don't want to know if I got. I want the I want the allure. Yeah, just just lie to me, yo. You cheating on me every night? Fuck it, just lie to me. Just tell me you love me. I don't, I don't. Nah, bro. Let me ask you this question, right? 
let me ask you a question. This is specifically geared to you, Bobby. Like, all right, if it would mean saving beans, at, the image of beans as you know it, right? The, that, that saving that persona, right? That reality, right? If you could do that by turning back the clock and never getting that making of the murder, would you do it? Would you be willing to trade that out? Yes. Really? I would. I would. I would. But but, and I'm going to say this, and then and then just can wrap it up. (laughs) But um, I also think that one thing that's important is beans needs to start eating again, because skinny beans just isn't as scary as fat beans. We need that fat bean. But I don't, I don't think he can gain weight without with fucking all that shit he got going on. Yeah, I, I watched the Truth video just the other day, and I was like, whoa, this guy's still scary. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, man, get off Halloween. <laughs> like, like, like the end of the video when they're just all in the tunnel nodding their heads like in, 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 in sync. I'm like, whoa, that's scary as fuck. I don't Jeez, <laughs> man. Fuck. Uh, I hope you got an extra mic and a fireproof booth. The worst thing for me, real fast, to come out of all this stuff was having to listen to that fucking text that I had you today. <laughs> yes. There's one point where a fucking car alarm is going off, and I was like, God, what yes. the fuck yes. is yes. going on? <laughs> that was that did seem very unprofessional. Like, like yeah. Just, yeah, I just want to know, like, that's the only way you guys could get together was in a fucking car somewhere. I wanted to show off his wraith because he had to be in his place where he feels secure. He's got so insecure. Like, I, I just, I, I didn't like all the fucking explaining. And I also feel like Tax, like, okay, so Tax is not a journalist, right? So we have to forgive him. But he is a street guy. And, like, I feel like with Beans, he sat back and let Beans talk. And it was probably the smartest way to approach that interview. But I feel like with Meek, he needed to prod a little bit. Definitely. Pro, right, right, right. You know, and I don't feel like I feel like he tried the same tactic with Meek, but instead all he got was a bunch of bullshit. I, I think I think the real I think the realness is he was sitting inside that motherfucking Rafe, right? For one. And then and he, that's just like that flash kind of got you. And then two, you kind of think I'm gonna get a lot of success offers. I need to ride this the right way. Yeah, I just looked at it like, you know, it's not a he wasn't there on an interview standpoint. It was like there as like a hey bud, let's just let's talk yeah, about feelings yeah. and shit. But it, but it was an interview, though. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So he, so he was still required to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he, I, I, feel, I see what you're saying, just like, and I know that you don't disagree with Brave either, but like you're saying, it's, like it's, it was an interview. It was supposed to be an interview, but he approached it like he was having a casual conversation with a pal to vent. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. at one point, I mean, they were, he was even, Meek was even asking him some stuff, and I don't know if they're friends outside, but he didn't. He didn't give him any pushback. He's like, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like a, it just seemed like the a recorded them, conversation between two friends. You know, them turn back questions. Like when he asked him a question, and then Meek don't really got to answer, or his answer sounds suspect as fuck. He turn around, like, what did you, what did you think about that? Right. And he's, he's not asking like he's not asking like I'm putting you on the spot, motherfucker. What you think? He's asking like because he really don't know. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what do you think about that tax? Because I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man. But he probably shouldn't, uh, uh, you know, he probably shouldn't speak to Tax the other way anyway. No, he should not. Yeah. But I, I, I honestly don't think that Tax would, well, okay, let's say this. I feel like, I feel like, uh, I feel like Tax, I, I still, I, I do, I do honestly feel like Tax in that situation was like, yo, this is going to be a major interview for right. me. A lot of success. Let me handle this a certain way. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that, me, like you said, as you said, I don't think that Meek 
would come at him sideways in the way that, let's say, uh, Beans came at um, Charlemagne at, at the radio station. You know what I'm saying? Is no, that, hell no, that, hell no. Yeah, that's you shit. can't you can't do that. Nah, that would be a big mistake. But, but also, I don't, I don't think that's Meek's way though. I don't even think that's his way. Me neither. But I also at the same time, you know, like Charlemagne, like like I just said this on their race today. But my buddy Brutus, man, rest in peace, said there's two types of people I respect: people that aren't afraid to do anything in front of anyone. And people that aren't afraid to say anything in front of anyone. And Charlemagne is definitely the latter. Oh yeah, I give him that. Like he will he will be true to himself. Yeah. I regardless of the circumstances. And like like and I'm not saying that Tax wasn't, but I'm saying that Tax definitely wasn't he I, I but you know at the same time i think interviewers are in a tough spot because if they stir the pot then people are like oh he's just trying to stir the pot just trying to make it fucking violent out here for black men no i, like, I just uh, think it was a lot of missed opportunities for that dude to get some real not real I agree. information but just yeah. more insightful information i agree but, but again consider he's not a journalist you know what i'm saying so it's not like he's a seasoned journalist and he knows let me get in here with this let me get, let me pull back here let me get this let me pull back there right but you know at the same time though I feel like Nori would ask those questions oh fuck because Nori Nori slime one two he don't give a fuck plus he'd have been drunk any fucking way he he's not he ain't thinking he ain't thinking at all yeah, yo. Nori doesn't give a fuck like he, yeah, he, he don't just, I was listening fuck, to his, his Jeezy interview that he did Friday. And like, I gotta catch up, bro. I'm Jeezy's behind. like, um, okay, man. Well, I gotta go. Like, we got a video shoot to shoot. And he's like, yeah, 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 cool. Real quick though, before you leave, what's up with Gucci Man? Because <laughs> <laughs> Nori don't give a sh- because Nori's a real ass fucking dude. Yeah, yeah. like in real, real in the gutter sense. Though, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, man. We said two hours, bro, and we are still busting that. Thing. We're yeah. at uh, two forty-eight. Let's get uh, the fuck out of here. All right, go ahead, Jeezy. So uh, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, the Cool Table Network and all the uh, shows that are in that. you got uh, Beers and Bolters, 40K, Toy Detox, Shattercast Uncut, Ends of the Realm, Plastic Fanatics, Figure Banging. Am I forgetting anything? No, but I will say this is the third podcast I recorded today. Uh, yeah, dude, you were putting in some work today. <laughs> I'm not speaking tomorrow at all to anyone. <laughs> Let me make sure to call you then. <laughs> and... I was- um, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't mean I don't. I don't really have a solid outro. Thanks for uh, checking it out. It's uh, episode seven. We got one more to go. One more to go. Before it awakens tonight. <laughs>